The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, Exactware, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geek Show Podcast, welcome to it. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for all of your support. And the name of the episode this week is Bog Fruit. I think I remember why. Anyway, hey, listen, if you stay till the end of today's show, bonus, our own Jimmy Martin has interviewed, and you'll get to hear him interview, Jennifer Connolly, mm, Ewan McGregor, mm, Dakota Fanning, Uzo Adubo, and Tyler Perry. Mm. Yes, I'm not kidding. All of those people. Stay till the end. You'll see what I'm talking about. Uh, let's get to the episode. I want to thank the sponsors of the program. Of course, Dr. Volt's Comet Connection. They offer you a comprehensive hold service. It's free. And with that, you get a 10% discount on purchases over $20 and the previews catalog for free. Make sure you never miss a thing. They're open seven days. 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. Dr. Volt's Comet Connection. Also want to thank Cabin Fever. It's the most wonderful time of the year at Cabin Fever, celebrating the creepy, kooky, mysterious, and spooky this October, located in the heart of Charlie Square, corner of 500 South, 700 East, in downtown Salt Lake City. It is Cabin Fever. Chef Daniel Cantu, thank you, Cantu. Home delivery service geared for those who can't cook, won't cook, or are just too damn busy. The menus change weekly. You can order as much or as little as you like. There is a $40 minimum, but no commitment to order every week. Go to his website, CantusCatering.com. That's C-A-N-T-U-S Catering.com for more information. Also want to welcome back Patron XO Cafe, a coffee liqueur made with 100% de agave Patron Silver Tequila, and Roca Patron Silver. Crafted exclusively from the 500-year-old artisanal Tahona process, each bottle is hand-numbered and hand-finished. Taste how it's made. PatronTequila.com. All right. Very good episode coming up this week uh, with our special guest panelist, Shane Smith. Funny dude. Uh, he contributed really well. We talk about uh, Deadpool and all kinds of stuff. Go to our website, geekshowpodcast.com, and uh, buy our merchandise while it lasts. We're getting ready to change some things up in there, just so you know. So it's at geekshowpodcast.com. Also, a lot of videos there if you click on the video button as well. All right, let's get to the new episode. Please to enjoy. Couldn't we have Jorel be um, like a T-shirt? Yeah, she sent me an apology. <laughs> and it's not a website, it's a Facebook page. Yeah. So. I guess she felt sorry for you. Are you drunk? He's, he's drunk on his own importance. Well. Jack Sparrow's a fag! But, no, no, no. no. They no. talked to me about it, but I was too thin. They cast another fat, washed-up alcoholic. Uh, this movie has something against America. He's starting to look more and more like a donkey. I don't want to be the gobble, I want to be the knob. Geekshowpodcast.com yeah, welcome to the basement. Woo! It's the basement. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. We're, 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 Shannon and I are checking out the squatter's uh, pale ale. His is the nitro. Mine's the full suspension. Well, really, if you're from Utah, you should be saying Pell L. I'm not. I'm having the red L. The red L, see? Yeah, I'm having the Zor L. <laughs> I'm but. having the mountain. Hey, don't get me started L. on those goddamn rock people. Yeah, I'm, I'm not from Utah, so I'll actually say it with the long vowel. Thank you. The way you're supposed to? Yeah. All right. Ale. I'm, having, ale. I'm drinking the rat L. I'm having the Mountain Duel. The what? Du- duel. Mountain Duel. What, did you duel. combine your Mountain Duel with something to no. make it duel? No, I just wanted to be cool and say it like you guys do. You, well, you, you failed, Thanks Tony. a lot. Can't make shit up. Yeah, that's yeah. my job. Yeah, Lee. 
Fucker. <laughs> Trodden on Lee's thing. Redhead's coming in, taking my job. I'm taking his germ. Oh, it's barely a cranberry. <laughs> oh, oh. That is a low blow, sir. Yeah, you and your bog fruit. <laughs> feel like a broccoli man. You should. The expert on bog fruit. <laughs> Lee George Cato. I am an expert on bog fruit. That's what it should be called. They're not, they're not berries of any kind. Bog fruit? Yeah, bog fruit. That's a cranberry. It doesn't actually. look good on a grows label, in a, man. It grows in a bog, and you actually have to marinate it in sugar for 12 hours before it's even edible. It's not fruit. It's not Ocean, a berry. Ocean sprays uh, dried bog fruit. No, it's thank a, you. It's a seed. It's, a, it's like eating bird berries, for You're God's sake. You know, it did seem like a bad idea. It is a terrible idea. It's the only thing we call a, ch- a berry... That's actually a seed that you just have to soak in sugar to make it edible. Didn't I tell you? Expert on bog fruit. See? Yeah, there you go, kids. Got to grow them in bogs. We're talking about cranberries? Cranberries. Oh. Bog, bog fruit. fruit. Bog fruit. Bog, bog fruit. Bog fruit. fruit. And uh, if you want to come somewhere where we actually have uh, craisins, which is the dried, preserved cranberry, in some of our salads, it's Fresh bog Eatery, fruit. 145 East, 1300 South. Mm. Sweet, 201. And uh, in about two weeks, I should be able to start updating my website again um, as, as the Mrs. K continues to... Heal from her terrible sidewalk incident. She feed her some dog, some bog fruit. No, <laughs> she, she she'll feed herself. Now, bog see, fruit. you had me down the anti cranberry uh, road there until you said craisins. Craisins are great, and if I you love craisins. Upscale ants on a log. Go craisins instead of raisins. <laughs> it's fucking fancy. Up. That's too crazy for me. Yeah. I do remember what ants on a log was yeah, for a little minute. Celery, peanut, peanut butter, butter yeah. and raisins. But if you put craisins Red on ants there, on a log. I know. Fire ants. It's, it's more exotic. <laughs> Is it carpenter ants on a log? You can say, we're, we are going to go on a, an expedition to Flavortown with these ants on oh, a log. Oh, God, no. You know who's the mayor of Flavortown? Who? That guy Fietti. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, no, about no, no, guy. no, no. No, we sorry. We don't talk about Flavortown here. No. I didn't know, Shannon. I came from a place of ignorance. We go to Flavorville around here. <laughs> Not coming from a place of ignorance, Shannon Barnson, because <laughs> he knows Guy Fieri. Fieri. He knows how to say <laughs> Guy Fieri. Fiero? I like him. He can cook, and he can sing in Smash Mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot he's, about that. He is the, yeah, he is the lead singer of Smash, Smash Mouth. <laughs> It's the same guy. He's John so. Daly. Somebody <laughs> once told me I'd make some cannelloni. Oh, wait, yeah. is Guy Fieri the guy with diabetes if, with keeping the frosted tips alive? Yeah. Is yeah. that the guy? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Does he Paul, got the Does he got the beaties? Yeah, he's Paula Deen's son. He should. I don't think he does. He's yeah. Paula Deen's son. Yeah. He only eats a you, bite of everything where he goes. Are you, yes. Are you he bog is, fruiting me? He no. Is, he is. <laughs> He is Paula Deen's son and lead singer of Smash Mouth. So wait, wait. Oh, does okay. it all. Cool. Bog, bog fruiting? Is that like if, if Lee George Cade gaslights you? Yeah. You've been bog fruiting? You've been bog fruiting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So yeah, he's Paula Deen's son. They eat like a crock of butter every morning. Cool. Bog fruit. Mm. I think that's true. He's Italian. I see. I, I saw his son. Oh, she's just a southern racist. So. Different well, now I'm really confused. Fieri. <laughs> I know he cooks and eats them broccoli, man. <laughs> uh, tell us uh, where to find your shit. Uh, well, uh, obviously, <laughs> where can I find your shit? Where obviously, can we find uh, your shit? obviously, I fucks with the car with the cooking network. Yes, you um, do. Uh, and then, uh, uh, what? what is it? Wednesday? Yeah, Wednesday night. That's when you do your pub quiz. Yeah, yes. Wednesday nights. <laughs> <laughs> Big shiny geek show pub quiz. It's your turn not to know what it is you do when you plug it. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the fuck? He can't even speak English anymore. See, he's uh, bog fruiting you. Yeah. Just ignore him. Those were words. <laughs> <laughs> He's just not been the same since he got poisoned by that. No. I know, right? <laughs> by that sushi no. in Spanish Fort. Well, it's because we we convinced him to start lying, and now he's his whole world's gone upside down. Anyway, my pub quiz. Uh, Wednesday nights, lucky thirteen. Get there at eight o'clock. There are those 
who say it's the best of Utah. Yeah, but we won't be able to tell that anymore. Huh? Took mm-hmm. us out. We went too hard. I know. They took the pub quiz out of the City Weekly thing. They took uh, I'm podcast not even, out. I'm not even bothering. They you took know? the pub quiz I, out too? Yeah. yeah. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not even bothering. It's because we kept winning so hard. Yeah, Stupid. we went too hard. Uh, I, I'm not doing it because uh, if you win as a restaurant, you then get to donate food for 600 people. Oh, you know you don't have to. Oh no, but they strongly suggest it. That's your honor, you know that that the people who won best podcast or or you know best hand job in the city weekly get to go there and hang. Yeah, they get to go and hang out. They don't bring six hundred samples. No, we bring six hundred samples of the best podcast of the party to to eat your food. (laughs) Yeah, no, not doing it. All right. Uh, okay. Thank you, Tony. (laughs) Hey guys, squad team. Producer, designated yeah. driver of the program. Can't talk. It's good to be here. I got words. He puts words together. I do. He it. has the best words. In the sentence. His words can make a salad. A what? Mm. Word salad. <laughs> All right. Uh, follow me on Twitter if you want to follow my word salad, at Quad T Tony, or uh, check me out on other podcast that I do called The Gad- the Gadget Spot. I thought you were going to call it The Gidget Show. No, I got it right this time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we, it's I do that his own show. Excitable James <gasps> and Jaron and Owen, and we talk about gadgets and tech and such. And such. And such. All right. Thank you very much. Uh, special guest, keeping Jimmy's seat warm. Mm. It is, is nice. Right? Is that okay? Yeah. Can yeah. you feel the contours? I can. Yeah. He's got a very delicate booty. He does. He does. He's an otter. He's an otter. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. His, his, his jeans are hard to fit properly. He's got to go to a specific shop. <laughs> and, uh, Shane... Because he's all balls. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shane Smith is a comedian. He's uh, he's uh, worked with Jay. That's true. Many yeah, times. Quite a bit. And uh, I always see him on, on the internets, and I go, I think I know that guy. Yeah, yeah. And now I do know that guy. That's right. <laughs> People know me sometimes where, from places. Where can we find your shit? Uh, my shit, um, I'm, a, let's see, on Twitter, I'm Shay Dozer, S-H-A-Y-D-O-Z-E-R. Shane Smith on Facebook. No, you're on Facebook. Shane yeah. with a Y, S-H-A-Y-N-E. My mom wanted it to be more complicated. Turns out that's how Irish girls spell the name Shane. So that was oh, unfortunate really? for me. We both got yeah. an Irish girl's name. It's, it's true. Yes. It's true. Three so, of us hey, have Irish girls' four names. Four of us. Hey, four. Whoa. We could really fuck we, up some dude's you, afternoon. Have you heard of the Manly Men with Girly Name Society? No. We founded this in 1991. That's amazing. Well, my think, name's spelt with an, a silent I-G-H. Let's get into this. So, so, well, he needs to join. Yeah, yeah clearly. Obviously. Shane, Shannon, I'm gonna, Carrie, I'm going to catfish some dude. <laughs> and I'm going to be like, yeah, I want to come over and I want to bring my friends Carrie and Shane and Lee. Yeah. Hi, I'm okay? Shannon. <laughs> um, what else do I do? I do, I do comedy around town. Mm-hmm. Come see me, wise guys maybe. Um, I'm in, uh, I do a, a podcast called Freaky Geeks. Uh, you can find us, Freaky Geeks Anywhere. It's incredibly not safe for work. I uh, don't just don't don't listen to it unless you're right. We talk about you know uh, all things geeky, but also freaky serial killers and uh, alternative culture and and fetishes and whatever whatever you're into. We're talking about it. So, what's your favorite dried fruit? My favorite dried fruit. I want to know more about a craisin. Is that just a raisin that doesn't give a shit? It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a cranberry that's been hey, dehydrated that's like a grape to become a craisin instead of a raisin. That sounds wrong. I don't. It's a, it's well, a raisin it's, in its manic state. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm uh, gone crazy. I'm not saying it's terribly right, but Ted Cruz does have a campaign against it. <laughs> okay. So. 
I hate the craisins. It's not natural. It's, it's a, not a raisin that will cut you. Yes, yeah, <laughs> most likely. Once you let the craisins in, then the broccoli men follow. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we do have a host, Mr. Kerry Jackson. Oh, hi. Oh, shit. Uh, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10, X96. I'm tired today. Wow. You'll have to forgive me. Do you need some medicine? Uh, it, at the time that you're hearing this, it's been a couple of weeks since this event took place. But at the time of this recording, uh, last night we did our Not Safe for Work show at the Ruin. Ooh. Oh. And it was purposely designed to get us drunk. Oh. How'd that oh. go, buddy? I'm, I'm feeling it. Yeah? I won't lie. How's that place? How's that place? The room? It's a great bar. It's a great bar. Um, here, here's do the they thing. dress like old timey barbers? They should. The the the, the waiters and stuff. Because <laughs> that's only I only go to places that do that now. Oh, with the, with the striped shirts. They gotta and have the suspenders and, and the, the garter, the arm garter. The fucking, yeah. yeah, they gotta they gotta they gotta dress like an Indian casino blackjack dealer. And I want to see a kid uh, chasing a hoop. <laughs> yeah. With a stick. the bar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know that's a fun game. This bar here's old timey. <laughs> the problem is, problem is, if you get winded while you're chasing the hoop uphill, it might go back downhill. I'll have a Moscow Mule, please. We have whiskey, sir, and that's it. Five <laughs> X, right. please. Uh, but yeah, I'm feeling it. And uh, the last time I got Gina drunk, uh-huh. it was a long time ago, and she earned the nickname Drinky McWeather. But she, wow. And she was pretty gone. That was in. Uh, oh, that was at uh, Trader Vic's. Yeah. In the Beverly Hills Hotel. Back when it was cooler. Back Drinky was cool. McWeather. How yeah. do you get oh. that name? It just, she just it gets, happened. I just Does she get drunk and try to control the weather all this a is, storm? This is, <laughs> she's, she's trying to make her way back to her hotel room by hanging on to the wall. I love that. I mean, that's, how, that's how far she was. But I got to tell you, last night, yeah. well, two weeks ago, as you're hearing mm-hmm. this. Wow. She got worse? More drunk She than was that? at that point where she was just sitting there and staring. <laughs> was she controlling time and space? And just had the kind of puckered face, you yeah. know, the... She was twasted. Yeah, guys, twasted. Twasted, that's a combination of twisted and wasted. Yes. Yeah. Are you saying she got rip-torn up? She did. As did if she, she had drinking tore- two bottles of Robitussin. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. She got tore up from the floor up? Indeed. She likes her bourbon. Yeah? yeah I she, like my bourbon. She was drinking bourbon. Truth be told... Gina's a pretty cool lady. I oh, imagine I like she's her. a lot of fun with the bird. Did her and uh, Bill get in a fist fight? Did not come to that. No? I kept That's them good. separated. You got to keep them what separated. What was Bill like? Was he just like, you take you better than me? Did you say that a lot? Gina, move. You're blocking the light. I just remember his face was a little purple. I just That's all I remember. And then a large pickup truck took me home, and that's... How long did you guys record for? Two hours. You got that drunk in two hours? Oh, it was bad. Wow. Carrie, Carrie is not an amateur. You know what we need to do? I know. We need to break away oh, that yeah. fire hydrant and put out the oh, fire in your um, head. Our, who, uh, who gave our, us this? Our friend Tony Polson. Yay. Uh, Tony does the hand over the hero art. I don't know if you uh, oh, folks yeah. are familiar with it, but usually yeah. it's it's a cartoon version, like a cute cartoon version of a superhero being handed over, usually by their enemy. So they're very cute. Uh, it's it's the Tonus um, on Twitter. Uh, he's he's a great dude, good friend of ours. Um, and he'll, he he'll sent do us, like pictures of your dogs and stuff. Yeah, too. yeah. Oh, he, that oh, guy. Yeah. What he sent us? Uh, he's got a good name. He no, sent I've, us I've seen this, this guy's stuff. Fire starter vodka. It it comes packaged in a fire extinguisher, and I was like, oh, that's funny. Ha ha ha! It's made in Moldova, and it says it's a premium premium. Vodka. Moldova? For Moldova. For Moldova. Right. That sounds like a made up but place in no, the DC universe. It's right by Russia. But what it I love. To be, it used to be part of the Soviet Union. Yeah. What I really? love. And yeah, my boss is from Moldova, so I know these Look things. Look at you yeah. with the knowledge. Mm-hmm. How, how are their bog, bog fruits? <laughs> the instructions. Not as good as ours. This is not a fire extinguisher. 
Uh, remove pen. Okay. Okay. So there we go. I just removed the pen. That shit's hot. Uh, lift, lift lever. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, the lever's lifted. Is this gonna go everywhere? And uh, serve cold. So let's. We did chill it. What? Well, you fire just, you starter, just but it's lever. a fire extinguisher. Shouldn't it be fire stopper? You just what is happening? Shane, you're overthinking the decanter. Uh, I am uh, overthinking it. You just put the lever up. Why would you put it back down to have it come out? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Oh, oh there we like go. This. You just pour. I thought it was going to spray. I'm I'm imagining some poor guy in Russia trying to put out a fire with like this and immediately sound. being engulfed in flames. You know, in Poof. in in Russia, come out faster. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that worked. You know, if you yell at it, it'll try try it like halfway down the lever. It'll spray in your face. Try the lever halfway down. Oh, I'm just going to do it this way. No, that's, it's that's, full. That's less effective. Uh, it's full. so long. It's full. <laughs> I need my liquor now. Okay, I'm going to give this to Shannon. I don't want to wait for this fine Moldovan here's, liquor. Here's your Moldovan vodka. Give it a shot. Don't. It's cloudy. I was going to say, it looks a little it's, cloudy. It's, it's, it's not. It's probably only been filtered maybe once. Well, it's be been, it was guess. filtered in Moldovan Springs. I don't yeah, know if the Moldovans are. If I'm going to do are, this, I'm going to do a whole glass. Did you want, did you want some of this I'd Moldovan like some, vodka? Yes. yes. It. And Shane, would you like some Moldovan? Oh no, no, thank you. I actually yeah, don't drink. I, I all over. How to smell it. You're not very good at it. Well, I think the problem here is that you've never <laughs> drank anything out of a fire extinguisher before. So I still think. You're and you know, while we're talking somehow. about great artists, Tony Tony does some great stuff. But uh, I have challenged Danny Powers, who is doing. She's killing uh, Inktober right now. Uh, Inktober is an annual event where an artist draws a new ink drawing every single day. She's just doing amazing stuff. But I've put down a challenge that she needs to draw me. Riding triumphantly on my battle mastodon by the end of the month. Ooh. Nice. So, Danny, the, the gauntlet's been dropped. All right. Well, how is it? How is this uh, Moldovan vodka? I don't know. Give it a try. Uh, try Give it a try. It's a wheat vodka. It's wheat? Yeah. It's, wheat it, so it, it looks like it has wheat. only been filtered once. If you're so. gluten intolerant, don't eat this one. I wouldn't eat it. You know what? That's or drink it. It's not terrible. It's not horrible. It's, it's kind of smooth. It's not like the cheap shit I used to... <clears throat> Give hand jobs behind the liquor store for. Oh. Mm. <laughs> you all right? Yeah, it's good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> my spine tingle a little. My nipples got hard. Yeah. You know, that's like it's quality. I hope it doesn't reactivate my cold medicine. You're going to have a Tussin <laughs> flashback? <laughs> Tussin! <laughs> all right. Uh, let's see. What do we got here? Welcome to the show, Shane. Hi, yeah, Shane. Yeah, I'm here. This is cool. Uh,. <laughs> so did you it's the fire started how are you feeling i'm, I'm fine all right cool good the fire started last night billy joel came over uh-huh, i was gonna do a billy joel joke you beat me what do you got for us carrie it's always been burning since the world been turning oh geez <laughs> i tried to gloss over it it didn't work now you know who i'd like to hear act that song out who carrie jackson ernest Borkman, master of the transition <laughs> william shatmare mm. Shat, Shat Mare? William Shat Mare. Isn't that his name? No, I, that's, that's a pooping horse. Sorry, it's the Moldovan vodka. <laughs> Shat Mare. Mm. <laughs> the worst horses Shatmer. ever. How do you have Shat Mares? Shat Mares? I'm telling you, everywhere I look, I'm stepping in Shat Mare poop. Shat Mare? Call it a nightmare. <sighs> All right. Uh, yeah, so Shatner. <laughs> See, I can't believe that they did this. Everywhere I look, there's a Shat Mare floating in a pool. Have you seen, you've seen this... Return of the Cape Crusaders cartoon, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So words sound so old. I know. They all sound so old because they are fucking yeah. old. But they did a cartoon of the old Batman from 66. Oh, anyway. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that out I remember, now? I remember this. It's out now. Yeah. N- not now, now, but 
Soon then now. now? Yeah, now it is. Two weeks ago now. But before it came out, <laughs> they agreed to a sequel. Before now. Uh, that's that's I playing with fire. No, I think it's because we got to get these guys before yeah. they keel oh, yeah. over, you know. <laughs> Yeah. What they should just do is have them all read every word in the dictionary and then use computers to stitch together sentences that's what, for future That's what they're stories. doing with mm. Majel Barrett's voice. Who? Majel Barrett. She did the she was Gene Roddenberry's wife. Oh, and for she the computer. did every computer. Yeah. Uh in the and Star so Trek they're saying universe. they have every single sound that the English language can make in Majel Barrett's voice. Nice. That will that will be in have that one. Doesn't have fart noise. <laughs> what I think they, she did make a fart noise. Say, what if they do? Every time she said anything on Voyager. Like Chakotay, ask the computer a question. Computer. <laughs> really, that's what we think of your show. Your show sucks, <laughs> Captain Chicken Man. <laughs> Chakotay. But I want you to go online. Right, Back to Adam West. I want you to go online, and I want you to look for Adam West did a record album. Yeah, like a music. Yeah, a yeah. music. Okay. Was this in in response to Shatner's great album? And I'm here to tell you that you can't tell the difference between Shatner's shit and Adam West's. Did they both do Tambourine Man? They didn't do Tambourine Man, but I'm telling you, I think they're the same person. (laughs) Okay, so my question is, if you're a person who has money to throw away at a a nostalgia project, like, say, this animated Batman thing with... yes. Why, out of all of the Adam West things that he did, would you go back to Batman and not Lady Chatterley's Lover? Shut the fuck up! That's what like, we need—the animated I'm like, what series. The fuck no, else no, no. Been in? I, I want Adam Family West. Guy. I want Adam West to re to bring back Lady Chatterley's Lover as a live action also, movie. Go online and look for that. Yeah, yeah. Adam West uh, acting as a as a as a rich man brings on a lover <laughs> and a coach. <laughs> Beautiful. Easy, old chum. Easy. That's the horse he's talking to. <laughs> so, but here's my thing, is that because I believe they sound so much alike, this is a terrible idea because Shatner is going to join in the sequel to Batman Return of the Cape Crusaders. As Captain Kirk? I wish. <laughs> is he going to play an old man who doesn't like anything? He'll Well, he'll be playing Two-Face. Now, you remember Two-Face was never on. The yeah. Batman 66 oh. series. Because he was too scary. They he had was. a script, didn't use it. That's well, what they, they're doing. And Engelbert Are they Humperdinck using the actual there. script? That's what it says, yeah. Oh, man. Huh. So you're going to get... So it'll be terrible. So that crisp, terrible. That crisp 1960s <laughs> writing will be back. That yeah. recording studio is going to stink. Old man like farts? Old, like old people. Oh, it's going to smell like pancakes. Pe- Actually, Preparation H and, and peppermint. Hard ben, candies. Ben Gay. <laughs> <laughs> smells like Brock's hard candy in oh. here. <laughs> they're at that point God where they, damn, what happened? Did a broccoli man die in here? <laughs> they're at the point where they stop eating, uh, stop eating candy and start eating cough drops as candy. Ugh. It's just a big bowl of cough drops in the middle of the recording. Oh, it they, like uh, they, all, they all left for the day for dinner. It's 3 p.m. Yep. So yeah. much so much gray chest hair. Just <laughs> everywhere. We start recording at 3.30 in the morning, and they're all sitting there half asleep in a fucking armchair. <laughs> the worst part is, whenever Shatner does voiceover work, he always does it in his favorite thong. Mm. 
just sitting there. And he in wears his... it outside of his pants. It's weird. Yeah, no, he's not wearing pants. Oh, he's usually just sitting there in his personal mobility scooter <laughs> with, his, with his vodka IV drip going. I, I can't tell if he's in pants or not because it's all so saggy anyway. He yeah. wears it Borat style over his shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> he actually looks naked with the belly roll that's encompassing everything. So. Oh. Stack of flaps. Only it, this, it only houses the schlong. The balls just do what they want. This, all this talk you reminds can't. me too of like the, the whole thing where but they just recorded uh, Stanley's next four. His next four oh, cameos. cameos. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And again, that's, and, that's thank you. We better and, and get we all, it before he collapses. And man. we all just kind of looked at each other and go, mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I still think his best cameos are on the Netflix shows. Because oh, it's just like a picture, right? It's, it's just posters. He was like the, the best cop in this precinct. And at one point, I think in Luke Cage, he was on a poster outside of a bodega. I like the Deadpool. Well, yeah, I mean, that was... Well, yeah. that's the real Stanley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. The, it, they, it, again, in the Doctor Strange footage I saw, mm-hmm. they showed the Stanley cameo. Oh, really? And, and he it, said, by the hoary hosts! And once again, it, it took me out of it. Right. Because yeah. they, they, you know, Doctor Strange and Baron Mordo crash onto the side of a bus because, uh-huh. you know, everything's, yeah. like, tipping up and everything. And he's like, hey, I gotta get to work! Come on. And, and he's sitting there reading <laughs> a book on existential thought or something like that. And he's like, <laughs> this is hilarious. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, God, fuck. But just you're a great say, sequence. You're going you know. to miss him when he's gone. Oh, I will. Well, yeah, you will. will. And you're going to go back. You're going to go back to Thor when he's got the pickup truck hooked up to Mjolnir. And you're going to be like, that was the best. God damn it, I miss you, Stanley. That was even better than his cameo on Trial of the Incredible Hulk. When you said that he was, he was reading, a juror. He was a juror. When you said that he was reading a book, I was hoping you were going to say something like fiction writing for dummies or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> How to take credit for every artist's work <laughs> was, for did dummies. He, did he have a line in the Trial of the Incredible Hulk? Like, we find the defendant no, incredible. He went, like, he went like this. What? Did he give him a line? Well, no, because the problem was they had already blown their entire budget on that balsa wood banister Mm -hmm. that the Hulk busts through when they give him the guilty verdict. Balsa wood's expensive. It is. (laughs) So expensive they couldn't give Stan any lines. Exactly. And besides, that's the same thing that had the the crazy Thor that had the the Chia Pets stapled to him. Also expensive. shoulders, yeah. yeah. And he had a wig. That was expensive. I have those on DVD. That was real yak ball hair. Let's come watch him. (laughs) (laughs) I got the one with Daredevil, too. Wicker Basket Man. Yeah, Rick Rick's Harrison or whatever his name was. Yeah, Wicker Basket Man. Fucking, which you Street know, Street Wolf and John Rice. Street Dave- Wolf, goddamn it! John Rice Davies played the Kingpin. That's right. He would be a good Kingpin. Well, no, but he didn't shave his head. No. Oh, he just had a beard yeah. and hair. Oh, and he was like, no one tosses a Kingpin. And I'm chubby. Well, I take it back then. He kept saying, Indy. <laughs> I will not shave my head for this role. And then he pulls Too out, dignified an actor. And then he pulls out a remote and slides to the next dimension. That would be cool. Sliders reference, guys. Oh, God. I, I thought that was a Sliders Fuck. joke. And I was just... Hey, we should uh, relaunch Sliders. I was hoping it wasn't. Don't we slide that TV development deal? <laughs> Is that Come the show on. about the little hamburgers? Yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, that's not. White right. Castle Sliders? Presents, uh, yep. <laughs> that's yeah. the one. No. That's there good. was Happy Slider. And See, Guy Fieri. That's the <laughs> Guy one. Guy Fieri. 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 So okay, so it's Guy Fieri <laughs> traveling through time. Guy Fieri with his Fieri. friends, with Fieri. his friends, Professor Arturo and yes. Quinn Mallory. And, and this Re- time, oh, you remember the name? And, and Robert Irvine. And this time, the professor will shave his head for the role. Yeah, he'd better. Well, because you can't figure out why he already did two movies without shaving his head. Oh wait, that's X Men. Back in time to kill Bobby Flay. <laughs> 
Is that what they're doing? Yeah. Oh, they go back that to- That guy's an asshole. <laughs> I think he cheats on that Beat Bobby Flay show. Nobody can win that many times. What if he's just that good? What if it's in his contract? I'm not buying it. <laughs> <laughs> How does a ginger cook? They have no soul. Shh, that's racist. Let me tell you what. I got... No, I got no soul. <laughs> but I can cook like the best of them. How do you shave since you can't see yourself in a mirror? <laughs> Ooh. A fine question, sir. That's why I don't. <laughs> I will not do cross that grill marks. That one's got a big beard, too. Yeah. <laughs> I will not do cross grill marks like Bobby Flay. I'm sorry. I won't do that. I will not grill my steaks with a cross grill mark. You won't do it? No, because Bobby Flay That's why does your that. steaks aren't as good as Bobby Flay's. It's because I don't <clears throat> use charcoal. All right. Never mind. You use propane. Oh, oh, he's Bobby. He's in the hill. There we told go. told you I was yeah, tired. I'm sorry. Fuck you guys. I got it. I got wait, it. It just wait, took wait, me a minute. Wait. God, wait. Just a second. Bobby Flay. Wait. Just a second. Now, now, when I show up to the podcast slightly drunk and tired, it's all fuck you, Lee. But you show up. <laughs> That's because he's our fearless leader. Yeah, I he's know. The boss, I man. know. I'm just saying. It's a double right. standard. Only vodka can fix. Right, Damn it, Lee. Let's spill some more shit. <laughs> we'll spill more shit. Let's get tipsy. <laughs> While we spill more shit, you listen to this. After, After these messages, messages we'll, we'll be right back, back to kill Bobby Flay. <laughs> <laughs> You choose Patron XO Cafe because it's unexpected and simply perfect. So Patron Spirits Company from the highlands of Jalisco offers Patron XO Cafe Incendio. Incendio indicates fire, an unexpected yet passionate spicy hot chili chocolate liqueur handcrafted with the same attention to quality as their ultra premium tequilas and liqueurs. Smooth yet dry, Incendio will become a preferred choice to finish a meal or just to enjoy by itself. Made just for you. Learn more. Visit PatronTequila.com today. PatronTequila.com Hey everybody, this is Jimmy Martin for the Geek Show Podcast, and my wife, Kat Martin, has a special offer just for you. Are you tired of dusting your Legos? Yep. Polishing your Funko Pops? Oh yeah. And just cleaning your house in general? Yep. Well, give Kat's Cleaning a call at 801-403-7342 today. With 17 years' experience, Kat, that's me, has carefully selected my employees and trained them in all of my ridiculously OCD ways. Check out Cat's Cleaning SLC on Yelp and Facebook, Cat is with a K, to read our five-star reviews and visit catscleaningslc.com for more info. We've even been featured on local news and actually cleaned for local celebrities, including the one and only Carrie Jackson. Oh, thank you. Mention Geek Show for a 10% discount. That's 801-403-7342. Or go to catscleaningslc.com. Cat with a K. Oh, yeah. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Let's see what's happening in the month of October, 2043 East, 3300 South. All October long back issues are 20 to 50% off. Halloween Comic Fest sale is on October 29th, 20 to 50% off store wide, and you get some free Halloween comic books. Journey back to the verse with Malcolm Reynolds and the crew of Serenity. They are back in a new Firefly series that starts this month. DC's Young Animal imprint continues this month with a surreal Shade the Changing Girl and Cave Carson has a cybernetic eye. Marvel Now has great new series starting this month, Spider-Man Clone Conspiracy, Champions, Infamous Iron Man with Victor Von Doom starring, Great Lakes Avengers, Jessica Jones, and a new Luke Cage series. They offer a comprehensive hold service. It's free. With that, you get a 10% discount on purchases over $20 and the previews catalog for free. Make sure you never miss a thing. They're open seven days a week, 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. 
Broken news, welcome to it. Yeah! It's broke! UEA! The, uh, people don't know what UEA is. It's deer hunting! I, I discovered. It's multiple vowels. <laughs> UEA. It's yeah. the, uh... I had to explain it to three people this Utah week. Utah... Mm-hmm. Education Authority. Education... Association. 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 Yeah. Association. It's a great... It's a great... Um, there's a really big convention mm-hmm. downtown mm-hmm. that none of us go to. <laughs> you know, you know what we called it when I was a teenager. We called it deer hunt. It the deer hunt. Deer hunt. Yeah, well, time for the deer, deer, hunt. deer hunt. That was the, you know back in the gentler days when uh, everybody in my high school that went deer hunting. Deer no, hunt. Deer hunt. Uh, deer hunt. You didn't, you don't want to lose any time for the deer hunt, so you nope. actually got to bring your gun and put it in the locker. That's right. Yeah. That way you could just go. That uh, when your dad came and picked you up in his truck. Gotta go get that big buck. You gotta get deer man. hunt. Big buck. I get them horns. Dad, I got a final in Elderbrook. You picked me up for deer hunt after Elderbrook. I used to do the deer hunt. It was oh, gross. for real? Yeah, when I was a kid, it was gross. Uh, I oh. think back and I did terrible things. Uh, joining us for Broken News, Lee, yes. Shannon, and Excit- Excitable James. Woo! On a mic. On a mic. Yeah. Uh, before we get started, our uh, the drink of the uh, the show mm-hmm. is yes. the spicy gringo. Is what this is called. Yeah. How, how did they know? <laughs> and that's the uh, the uh, Patron Exo Cafe Incendio. It's, it's my favorite. Incendio. I love it's it. It's got so. the chili in it there. Yes. Yeah. And then we mix that with some rum chata. So it's like uh, three parts of the Incendio, one part of the rum chata. It is potent. Y- you know who'd like this drink? Who? Bad hombres. Bad hombres would like this. All right. I, to uh, to Steve Dillon. Oh, hey, Steve oh, Dillon. Yeah. God damn it. I wish you'd mm. had more time to mm. finish your drawings. Mm. Shut the fuck up. I. I love him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's James. All right, that is good. James is a beginner. Right? That, that is, is actually some... delicious. Over over ice, that'd be terrific. I, I should have got some ice. I'm sorry. And it's tasty. Oh, mm-hmm. it's gone. It's what it is. All right, here we go. That's, all right, thank good. you, Patron. That, that was, was delicious. That was nice of Patron. So so we did all right in August. I take it. <laughs> we did. I guess we did okay. Yeah. Uh, We're like listen, to these fucking idiots. Let's give them some more booze. So let's begin. <laughs> While you fondle the beans. Uh, just real quickly here, I'm looking into the future. All right. I've been there. What? Many times. Uh, so far, as of this recording. Are you looking like in the year 2000? <laughs> it's the future. Is that, right. It was the future. Yep. <laughs> I'm looking. I'm looking uh, 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 down the road a piece. How about that? Before or after Rogue One? Uh, before. Ah. Okay. Because uh, I'm looking specifically into Noviembre. Ah, Noviembre. I've been Noviembre. There. What are we? Uh, because as of this recording, there are 13 reviews of Doctor Strange. Uh huh. Mm, nine of those are from reputable. Right. Uh, places. And one of them's from Jimmy. <laughs> all Did of Jimmy them, go? No, no. All of them Jimmy's reputable are giving too. it very high marks. They're saying that the... It is the, at 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. That the fight scenes are moment. insane. Yeah. They're saying that it's yet another franchise. Marvel has done it again. Well, you yeah. saw the outtake on you the know? late night show when he was doing the, the birthday parties, right? Yeah, it's great. Yeah. For kids. Yeah, you piss Doctor Strange off, he'll send your kid to hell. Well, yeah. Do you want to go home with Jared? <laughs> it's interesting seeing Benedict Cumberbatch with an American accent versus a British accent. <laughs> they can all do that. He's got an amazing yeah. voice. Yeah? Right? Yeah, you think Wouldn't so? Wouldn't that be great in so? an alarm clock? Watch right marry his voice. Yeah. Maybe I will. What is it? Why, why, why are you enabling lizard men? <laughs> yeah. Huh? I don't get that reference. No, he looks like... No. Well, wait till they come and take your job. 
He looks like a puma and a and a snake had a baby. <laughs> looks more ferret to me, but okay. He's well. well he's, that's that's because the human skin's been stretched over his lizard skull. Well, he's one of those yeah. that I get it. You know, in this light, yeah. handsome. Mm-hmm. Other light, not so handsome. You know who I noticed uh, is that way too. Never shoot him from the ground up is all I can say. Never do that. Uh, Lady Gaga can look weird. Also. Yep. Boy, she sings though, man. But she is. She she's great, sing. and she can play the guitar. Guitar as yeah, well. Yeah, she played one chord yeah. really well. From How many chords could you play, you son of a bitch? Three. <laughs> can you do it while singing? No. Okay, then. <laughs> she can did it while about? singing. Huh? Can you dance about? And yes, play your actually, I can. Huh? But uh, huh? hey, huh? hey, I'm not can here to it? judge me. I'm here to judge Lady Gaga. Oh, okay. Man, stuff's getting hostile. Jeez. Although you do works. dress almost as good. If you can see what he has on. Yes. I I have a silver bustier on. All right. So we we saw two uh, trailers slash teasers mm-hmm. this week, mm-hmm. this last week anyway. They debuted early in the week. We got Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> Volume Two. <laughs> Little looks baby so Groot. Good. He looks weird. Everything about that he looks made weird me excited. Yeah. Why is he wearing clothes? I don't know. That he's, he's dressed. Got a little jacket he, on. Well, he's dressed. He's dressed just like a rocket because that's is his buddy. To, is he going it's to a buddy? Is he going to a dinner party? Maybe he's in a fragile state because he's little. Maybe he's got his exposed heart. Maybe he's chilly. You ever think about that? Maybe he's cold. Yeah. Okay. Right. I didn't think he's about that. He's gonna ride on Rocket's shoulders this time. Yeah. Oh, I hope they redo that turn. scene and and Rocket's beating the shit out of people and Groot's on his shoulder with and then guns. Ant Man comes in. Yeah, and Ant Man's on his shoulder. And it just keeps getting. And then the wasp is on Ant Man's shoulder. And then Doctor Strange sends them all to a dimension where it all happens. Yes, because he can. See, we made a better movie. So, yeah. Thoughts on the Guardians of the Galaxy two trailer? Ah. Uh, so excited! I'm sick it of blue. Was, I'm sick of blue suede. Well, that's what I was going to say. It's interesting that he used the well, same song. I think it's a they throwback. just did that because it's a throwback. They had the rights to it, and they didn't want to tip their hands because there yeah. there is another trailer coming right. down the yeah. down the road. Oh, uh, it, it looked great. I, I, it's it's my ringtone on my phone. Oh, <laughs> my think, third new phone. Uh, hmm. I What's think a, goddamn? Did Splody go away? Well, there was Splody, Splody Junior. <laughs> and now I got this piece of shit. <laughs> you don't know yeah. what that is? No, this is a, a, a Galaxy. Uh, mm. Something's edge. Yeah, let, me, uh, let me check my non-explodey Apple. There we go. Okay. Oh, no. Apple sucks, Carrie. That's what they keep telling yeah, me. Yeah, I, I know. I quite like it. Anyway, uh, also... <laughs> Hasn't blown up on you yet. Dave, one thing I, I do take from that trailer now is uh, Dave Batista may be one of the most understated comedic he's, geniuses. He's, yes. worked on his, he's worked on his acting. You yeah. can tell. Yeah, since Man with the Iron Fists, definitely. And, and it's interesting that, that Peter decided to make a try for Gamora. Well, he's been working out. <laughs> that's, that's it. That's it. Yeah. He's, uh, but anyway. You just need to find somebody as pathetic as you. But then we also saw the Logan trailer. Oh. Uh, which yeah. right away scored points because it used that uh, Nine Inch Nails song that Johnny Cash sang. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hurt. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and the guy, Trent Reznor said, it's his song now. I don't do it anymore. It's, 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 his, uh, it's, it's Last of Us. Anybody that's played that's the video game say. Last of Us with, with Logan and Weapon X. Or uh, X twenty three, um, except for I don't think his and daughter gets brutally murdered at the beginning of the movie. I don't think so either. Yeah, no. like in, did you play Last of Us? No. <laughs> oh, you should. You'll you'll feel game. so uplifted and great about the world. You know what worried me hmm. is it looks like in the, if there's like a like a apocalypse kind of thing. Yeah, you won't be able to shave your head. Apparently not. 
freaks me out. Poor Xavier grew his hair back. Uh, right? No, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little freaked out because uh, Patrick Stewart is is uh, one of the best actors who's ever lived, and it looks like he's he's playing someone with dementia. He's he's really going to be uh, acting very well, and yeah. and if we have to see Xavier die, um, I think we will. That's yeah, just, that's just my gut. Uh, there's just going to be a loud, unrestrained, uh, unrestrained sob coming out of me. He's, right yeah. now. he's a super vulnerable character in this one, right? Yeah, yeah. But, so, you know, he wasn't... It's it's interesting, because they're not. They're definitely not doing Old Man Logan. No, It's no. its own beast. Anybody who thought that they were doing Old Man Logan, and it was only because he said Old Man Logan, not necessarily in the context of the story when right. he announced that he was just saying he'll be an old man. Right. Anybody who believed that they would do that made the movie in their own head, and maybe that's a great movie, well, but you, you got to realize well, the rights issues. You, you can't know? make Old Man Logan without Hawkeye and without you can't. Hulk. Yeah, and, and all those characters are owned and by Marvel Studios. So a giant yeah. Venom. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Well, in Huntsman Stadium. Yeah. Well, did you uh, that's right. read the uh, the stuff that the director said? It's like, if you're expecting a big uh, no. superhero jerk-off, you're not going to get You're not it. getting that. I also yeah. think uh, it's going to be interesting, because if they're bringing X-23 in, do you think they're, you know, pure speculation here, do you think they're going to go the same route that the comics have gone? Because Logan Hewitt's been dead for a few years now, and I don't get the feeling they're bringing him back. I, I wonder. I, I wonder if they're going to kill like him. It seems like X-23 is Wolverine now. Might be the handoff. Yeah. Isn't he sort of alive like the old Logan? I don't... Old, old, old Logan's... I old man Logan's running around. Well, yeah. Okay, let's let's stick with the movie timeline. Okay. When sure. when Days of Future Past happened, that rewrote the timeline, right? Right. And so now we have the, the apocalypse, which is happening in the 80s, mm-hmm. and we have this timeline, which is in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, so if they... <laughs> Just I, don't think yeah. about it. I'm, I'm trying. This, this could yeah. also this could also be original. Well, I don't know. It could be original if if you get into uh, the branching of timelines. Then maybe this is the original timelines future of X three. Uh, like yeah, like your X three. Yeah, and then because the Wolverine happened after X three, right? Wolverine happened before after X three. Yes, but because before, she had ghostly Jean Grey. Four days of future past, but before day, before the timeline was reset. So, yeah. So so this one is. After Days of Future Past, but bef- it's just after. So Af- okay, I put out, I put yeah. out a meme on Facebook that pretty much <laughs> anyway summed it up. <sighs> I'm sure they'll explain it. What well, uh, it was just it was uh, it was you know still from a uh, still from the trailer and uh, Charles Xavier sitting in the back seat going, "I'm confused, Logan. <laughs> what timeline is this? Exactly. Right?" And and Logan just and then you know it's under Logan it says. I've stopped trying to figure it out since first class. Just enjoy yourself. <laughs> well, we, we do know he's he's back. He's still got the bone claws. He has he has the bone claws. He has the bone claws, and he has no healing factor. Okay, so and that was the way he was in Old at, Man Logan. Well, but at the end of oh uh, yeah, Wolverine, the Wolverine, the he, Wolverine. He the Wolverine. lost he lost his he, he lost, lost his, his claws. That's in his right. Metal. Okay, yeah. So he's got the bone claws back. Yeah, and no metal. All yeah. right, on both of his hands, he lost the metal. Yeah, no, one. they took it out of him. Because I thought he cut one off and they started drilling. Plot twi- or Spoiler alert. Uh, I, I have to go back and watch The Wolverine yeah, now. Yeah, maybe we need to do that. Watch the director's cut, though, because that 45-minute oh, ninja battle with a Zamboni is oh, it's good. phenomenal. It's good. I'm not All right. exaggerating. Bone Claw. I, I don't know Bone what a Zamboni claw. is. We'll be at next year's big-ass show. Yes. Bone Claw. 
Is that like a, uh, what is that, the the big thing that hippies play? The Zamboni? No, no it's the ice. <laughs> makes the ice <laughs> smooth. It, I love him. Smooth, smooths look out at ice. Him. Just He's look at him. Yeah. Isn't he? You're thinking of the Deadpool. Oh, He's no, Deadpool cute. killed the guy with the Zamboni. <laughs> yeah, you're thinking of an ocarina. Yes. Yes, okay. The ocarina of time. The ocarina of zombie killing. Yeah. Oh, ocarina. <laughs> Hi. Uh, <laughs> So uh, we did get some bad, a couple of bits of bad news. First, D- Steve Dillon, of course, we talked about that. If you shut up, you shut those, your dirty whore mouth. I loved never, Steve Dillon. Never got to finish drawing. Shut creature. up. We yeah, we've we've had this discussion between the two of you. Steve Dillon, comic book artist, co-creator of Preacher, should never draw the Hulk. Oh, no, I, I will say this for Steve Dillon. Uh, I I don't I don't think he was given the time that he needed for Preacher. Oh, okay. honestly, because he's a phenomenal illustrator. Uh, but he was working under early Vertigo when. Hi, you've got five minutes to finish 22 pages. Oh, okay. And so you had that with a lot of people. Uh, Sam Keith was rushed under Vertigo. You, oh. had, you had guys uh, working on Sandman that looked like they're turning in stick figures. I was going to say, the little kids they had working on Hellblazer when it was first <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah. I died at the age of 54 at yeah. the time of this recording. We don't know the cause of death. Well, but that's uh, close. He died in New York City, the city he loved. <laughs> city he lived in. Yep. Uh, we found out via social media. Uh, let's see. Dylan's career in comics: five decades, two continents. Five decades. He's fifty-four. Was he drawing in four? That's not right. That's well, not no, right. Sounds to me like he was one of the first Vertigo illustrators. Yeah, he, like, yeah. he got to start on Hellblazer. Child artist. <laughs> when he was five. Uh, his first professional work came when he was oh sixteen. When he was sixteen years old, debut issue of Hulk Weekly for Marvel's United Kingdom subsidiary. Uh, I'll tell you uh, what. He then went on to draw 2000 AD, Doctor Who Weekly, uh, Warrior Anthology, uh, Alan Moore's uh, Miracle Man series. Which was great. Uh, artist arrived in the U.S. in the 80s. Uh, started with the miniseries Screamer. Oh, other, yeah. other work was for the publisher Animal Man, The Atom, DC's Vertigo imprint. Dylan created the work he'd be most remembered for, which would be the Hellblazer uh, comics and Preacher. Nice. Uh, so there you go. And, and also uh, reinvigorated the Punisher. He did. He did. He made the Punisher. Uh, he brought the Punisher back from and he, nowhere. He did a pretty great run on um, Thunderbolts too. That's right. He did. He did a not so impressive run on Hulk. His like super realistic kind of. Like, I'd like to see his understated Hulk style. I never saw in, that. Yeah, he just okay. looked, he just looked kind of buff. He's right. like a buff green guy. Yeah. Uh, another another bit of bad news. Deadpool two uh, lost its director. Yeah. Well, no, this is bad because Tim Miller and Ryan Reynolds were like this yeah. through the whole making of that first one. It was it was they had to be. It was their movie, right? Yeah, and it's over creative differences. Uh oh. But but they did say that they left on the best of terms. Well, that's what sure, they say. That's what they always say. Uh, Tim Miller directed Deadpool. Uh, director parted ways with studio over uh, creative differences between him and Ryan Reynolds. Oh, what? Uh, according to uh, accounts, the movies, you know, I mean, they worked together on it. They made it together. And and whenever you talk to Ryan Reynolds, he would say, it is because of Tim Miller. It is, you know, yeah. you know his vision. Uh, apparently, they were butting heads over uh, casting is what we're hearing. Huh. So uh, there I you think, go. I think because... They were working on Deadpool for so much longer than oh, anybody ever like works 10, on a movie. Oh, like 10 fucking years. Right. Yeah. You know. So so they they came to the end of a business relationship that probably would have been three or four movies if they had had the chance to they, make the they, movie when they, they started They lasted longer on. than most morning shows, I know. So. And most Hollywood marriages. Yeah, that too. Or most marriages I've been in. That's what I was going <laughs> to 
that's awesome. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but we did get good news. Yay! Oh! It's like the internet cast him. Donald Glover as Lando. Right? It, it is like the internet cast him. The internet cast yeah. him, essentially. Because you, Donald Faison's finally too old. Yeah. <laughs> Have you watched uh, Atlanta at all? I watched a few episodes. It's really good. It's not for me. I love it. But it's really good. <laughs> this last episode. It's, if I didn't have so many shows I had to watch, like yeah. for this and for the TV, mm-hmm. uh, or for the radio, I mean, um, I would be watching it and this, enjoying it, but this, I just don't have time. I, what I love about it is it's like a very realistic show. Oh, yeah. And then every once in a while, there's just something weird. It'll go off the rails yeah. and do something weird. Like, there was a whole episode where uh, Justin Bieber was on it, but he was a, he was a black dude. <laughs> For, <laughs> he wait, was what? a trash dude. He was like a black guy named Justin Bieber, and he was... Was, he was it was it the Justin Bieber? It was, it was supposed to be Justin Bieber, but it was some black guy playing. Justin oh, it Bieber. wasn't Justin Bieber. Yeah. Uh, okay, so you can. I thought yeah. they uh, had him in blackface, black, no. and I'm yeah, like, like a oh no, Robert we heard of, Jr. I was gonna say we would have heard about that. Okay? Yeah, and, uh, and some guy, some basketball star or something, had an invisible car in the last episode. It's re- it's really good. If I didn't have yes. so, too many shows, I'd watch it. It's quite good. Uh, so that was that was good news, and I look forward to uh, to the Han Solo movie. I don't. I don't G- I mean, he's such a giant nerd. You know, he just oh. lost his shit. Well, I mean, he's got to. He lost his shit when he got the voice work to play Miles Morales on Ultimate Spider-Man yeah. Cartoon. Yeah. I mean, he lost his shit then just doing that. Yeah, yeah. And, they, and they told him they they probably said, "Well, here's the thing: we got to show the scene where uh, where you lose the Falcon." So that's going to be in the movie. Here you go. It's great. Oh yeah, has to be. Well, on Reddit the other day, they had a picture of uh, Donald. From his yearbook, and he was wearing a Star Wars T-shirt. Yeah, like, and the caption was "Little did he know." Like, yeah. how crazy well, would that and, be? And you know, you get a, these are characters that were fifteen in Episode Three. Oh, you're right. Yeah. You're so these right. guys saw the Clone Wars as as kids. Hmm. Um, they they were just a few years younger than Anakin. So. Oh, you're right. It's yeah. Crazy. By the way, Rebels is awesome. I know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, I'm watching it. It's quite good. In, in, in Star other... Wars fans should be, and if you're not, no, if you're you not watching be. Rebels, you are you are missing so much because now they've got Wedge Antilles is on the show uh, and Hobby. Hobby. They brought Hobby. Who on. they didn't bother assigning a first or last name to. Who's Hobby? Hobby is Ho- in Empire Strikes Back. He's Luke's co-pilot who gets stomped on that's, by the Adams. That's, that's Dak. That's Dak. That's Dak. Okay. Hobby, no, Hobby was. Hobby. Hobby was. Uh, he was. Uh, he was in the assault on the second Death Star. Yes. He was also on Hoth. Yes. And he was. Wedges, I knew he was on Hoth. He was. He was a major player in the Rogue Squadron books. Yes. That came out. So. Playing with Hobby uh, Cleavon is is a lot of fun, and not having so that is his name. His but they Hobby. didn't bother mentioning that name. I wonder if for reasons. He's his in in in, 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 in Rebels. In Rebels, in the last name they never mentioned, but he's yeah. called Hobby twice. They call him Hobby, but they yeah. don't specify that it's that Hobby. Maybe is what I'm saying. Maybe. So. But what's interesting is maybe Hobby's the name like John. Expand, That's what I'm wondering. Expanded universe stuff. All you people complaining about the expanded universe being thrown away. Uh, now, Wedge's backstory yeah. is is canon, yeah. and it's the expanded universe backstory. He's he was a, a freighter he, captain. Yeah, he was. He's um, uh, an imperial pilot uh, trainee. And he and Hobby uh, defected from yeah. the Empire at the same time, thanks so, to Sabine. Sabine, Ren. Sabine yes. yeah. And they also brought in the red stripes on the uh, Ace Tie Fighter pilots. Yes. that were part of the expanded universe. Anyway, what, uh, you know, what's the best way to consume this show? Uh, with your eyes. Yeah. Well, it's on the I wouldn't eat it. it on, I, wouldn't, on, I wouldn't take it anally. It's on, <laughs> it's on a good suppository. It's on Disney XD. <laughs> Disney XD. And there's, okay. they're, they just started, they're four episodes in on the third season. And it's, after the third season, I, I thought, oh, God, they, they hit a, 
they hit a, a dark point by just uh, when when Anakin Skywalker meets his Padawan and they go they, to war. They fight. They, yeah. they fight the shit out of each other. And she kicks his ass. And that, that just kind of blew my mind because she's not a Jedi anymore. She got kicked out of the Jedi Order in the Clone Wars. Are we talking about Ahsoka right now? Ahsoka. Yes. She's alive in Rebels. She's actually... What? She's one of the coordinators of the Rebellion. See, you're the people we're talking See, to. I, and she and I, fucks <laughs> Vader up. I've got to watch first and second season and then start I don't it. even mind that they brought Darth Maul back. No, because Maul's amazing. Is he, is he Darth anymore or is it just Maul? It's they, just Maul. They call him Maul. Because he lost his Sithhood or he's, whatever, right? He's, yeah, in he's that, still got powers. But. He's in that gray area. He's manipulating yeah. the dark and the light. Yeah. And I actually didn't... I, I kind of loved Maul in Clone Wars, too, because the whole reason... People were laughing about the mechanical spider body. The whole reason why that worked is because his hatred of Obi Wan Kenobi was so strong that he kept himself alive through the dark side of the Force for fifteen. And years. there's a, and I'm I'm going to spoil you because you don't deserve a surprise <laughs> because well, you haven't watched it. There's this great part where they have a Sith. Uh, what are they called? Holocron. The holocron. Yeah. And a Jedi holocron. Uh-huh. And both he and Ezra, Maul and Ezra, are using it to try to see how into to the, destroy the Sith. How to, well, that's, that's what, Ezra. That's what Ezra's using it for. Maul is looking for Obi Wan. It's obvious, and they both have the same. They revelation. both have the same revelation: how for to destroy real? the Sith and how to destroy the guy who made me this way. Yeah, Ezra looks up and says, "It's both on the twin suns planet." Ezra looks up and says, "A planet with twin suns," and Maul just boom, gets up and boom, boom, boom out of here. <laughs> So he knows. He's headed to Tatooine to fuck up Obi-Wan. Yeah. Well, between my video games and freaking Star Wars Rebels, I got a whole rest it's, of my nine-hour Sunday. James so is gonna. James is going to tell us about video games here in a moment. Um, um, I would also like to tell you another yes. Star Wars news. Other Star Wars news. Uh, Jedi robes are really hard to put on. Really? They are. Oh, there's so many layers. Yeah. I, I, I spent way too much money. And the belt and the Bunch. underbelt, the overbelt. Oh. <laughs> like, you have to have the fucking force to put them on. There's not yeah. one goddamn button. I don't know. I, I, it got easy. I'll help you, buddy. Dr. Strange. <laughs> Dr. Strange's cloak yeah. is alive. Nice. Wait, what? Huh? Yeah. He just he just goes like this, and it goes, oh, hi, how are you? I'm not kidding. I'm, not I'm excited about uh, that. I shit you not. Who played, I should. I who? should find a. When, when does that movie come out? In November. November eleventh, fourteenth, something. Oh, something okay. And uh, you know who plays the cape? Who? Ed Bagley Jr. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's sustainable. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I saw uh, that. His motion capture was <laughs> uncanny. Uh, last couple of things. Uh, Jessica Jones season two is getting ready to shoot in November. And uh, Melissa Rosenberg, the executive producer, has announced that all 13 episodes of season two will have female directors. Nice. So yeah. that's, I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, we'll totally be able to tell. <laughs> well, that's what I was going to say is, you know, hire the most qualified people. Yeah. I, told that to the, I told that to the mango and she goes, why? Yeah, <laughs> that's what I said, too. But <laughs> it's like, uh, I don't know. Well, it... <laughs> On the on the one side, you would be creating uh, you would be creating work for people who could then turn around and tell more stories because yeah, well, their portfolios sure. have been well. And 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 I want I want someone who can identify with the character exactly. to direct the story. That's why I'd want it. Mm-hmm. That's um, why if they, if they reboot Lassie, I want only dogs to direct it. Sure, <laughs> if it's told from the dog's point of view, sure. <laughs> food, 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 food. What the fuck? Food, Timmy's food, in food. the sniff, sniff, sniff. Food, food, food. What the fuck? Timmy's fucking in the will. Timmy, man. <laughs> fucking Timmy's fucking in the will. Timmy. I'm leaving him in the fucking well. God damn, Timmy. Best, Stay best, out of the well. Best line in the movie, Fido. Timmy's in the well again. <laughs> you saw Fido, right? No, I didn't. I didn't. Uh, they domesticate zombies. 
Oh, that one. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, Billy, Billy, Billy Conley. Conley. Yeah. yeah he's, a, he's a domesticated zombie. And at one point, he's actually pantomiming something. And, and the mom says, what? Timmy? Timmy's stuck in the well? Billy Connolly, who was funnily, funny as fuck, but falling apart, apparently. Aww. Yeah, he's got cancer. Yeah, he's, he's oh, yeah. not doing well. Uh, this is the final story I have, and then we'll get to recommendations. Uh, the big news, beloved by a certain generation, I don't think any of that generation is at this table, uh, Space Jam. Oh, I love Space oh, okay. Jam. I, I thought you were too yeah. young for Space Jam. Yeah. I thought you were too young. Yeah. Okay. My daughter loves Space Jam, ironically. Oh, really? oh ironically. Okay. Yeah. Same reason why she loves Paul Blart, Mall Cop. Well, good news for Michael her. Michael get his underwear. And for our excitable James, Space Jam returning to the big screen for a limited run in November. Noviembre. Yep. Excuse me. Uh, November 13th, two shows, and Wednesday, November 16th, one show. You just go to fathomevents.com and uh, you can find it there. God, I love that movie. Why? Why? It's, exactly. it's part of my Why? childhood. It's like, it's it was like growing up with uh, Looney Tunes. Like, it's, it's, it's no. an well, extension. see, I should have. See, I, I grew up with Looney Tunes. Yeah, see, I should have loved it because of Looney Tunes. Yes, but there I, was no Looney yeah, Tunes. Yeah, but you <laughs> were smart. I was a but dumb <laughs> little kid. <laughs> I, I just loved say. it. I think it was my hatred of sports. It was like a world's yeah. colliding yeah. kind of thing. It's like know? if they ever do an NBA episode of Star Trek, I'll yeah. probably my head will explode. You'll be in trouble. Right. I'll just riot. Um, so there's that. Uh, I actually own some Space Jam merchandise. That uh, next to Mrs. Cade there, that rocket behind her is the Martian Maggot uh, from the Space Jam line. If you open it up, there is a mini basketball hoop inside of it. No, with a little flipper. It's game where you could real. Yeah, where you flip the basketballs up into the hoop. Look at James. He's like, I want to play. I know. Look at him. Man, I'll let you play when we're done. I've been sitting next to that thing on the couch for almost a year now, and I didn't know about it. You didn't know. No idea. All these missed opportunities. I I do have a quick recommendation. (laughs) Yes. If you're playing Overwatch and you haven't played in a while, or if I should say if you own Overwatch Overwatch and you haven't played in a while, it's time to get back on because the Halloween things that are going on are insane. Mr. Junkenstein's whatever. uh, Yeah, Dr. Junkenstein's Revenge. There it is. Uh, Yeah, uh, Junkenstein, uh, Junk... Junkrat, Junkrat, uh, has has gone insane, and he's he's a mad scientist. He looks like Morty. He looks he looks like your classic mad scientist with the white or, lab coat and the black gloves. He looks like Rick. Rick, sorry, Damn my it. bad. And uh, but but it's not. It's the special <laughs> skins that are unlockable that are cracking me up. So uh, my least favorite character is now my favorite character, Reaper has a flaming pumpkin head and his twin revolvers actually have orange votive candles across the top of them. Uh, and there's nothing more entertaining than getting gunned down by somebody with orange votive candles on his gun. Oh, yeah. So, okay. Check it out. It's still fun. Five right. months after release. They cool. do an amazing job at keeping new games in circulation. The, the, the only thing I wish that they would do is make like the, the game that they had that was kind of like Rocket League that they introduced around the time of the Olympics. Mm-hmm. I wish they would bring that back and like have those kind of games I in regular I think it'll be cyclical just like they do with, with World of Warcraft where as the seasons rotate around you'll have these events come back. I do know this. Oh, good. good news, bad news game-wise this week. What's that? Well, we well, we got to look at that new uh, Nintendo thing on another mm, subject. Nintendo, Nintendo Switch. Switch. The Switch. Switch. The puppy mm-hmm. dog face. Which is uh, there <laughs> online. You can go and see what it does. It'll be out next year sometime. Uh, uh, I believe March of next uh, year. I noticed that they don't seem to be marketing to kids anymore. Mm, there were no bit, kids a, in that video. 
Yeah, because it's going to be people of that age that are buying it. But oh, but okay. and they just I'm assuming that they're just going to have kids buy it anyway. But yeah, all right. Um, yeah. They're, they're, uh, but they're marketing it to ravers who go to warehouses. Apparently, uh, the good news, bad news <laughs> this week was uh, Red Dead Redemption Two. <laughs> Which I shouldn't be so obsessed with because yeah. it's Cowboys. But uh, I played the shit out of that it's game. It's a beautiful game. And we're getting, that's the good news. We're getting a new one. Uh-huh. We're not getting it for another fucking year. Yeah, but did you see the shit they released oh, was did. actually oh, rendered on gosh. a PlayStation? Yeah. That wasn't cinematic. That was, that. Uh, that's, that's the reason why I, I subscribe to PlayStation Now because they're putting uh, Red Dead Redemption 1 on the PlayStation Now service. So it'll oh. be uh, streaming. Uh, and not a bad gig, fifteen bucks a month, and you have pretty much not all of the games from the PS3, oh. but the majority of them are on there. That's and good. So uh, we've been playing a lot of motorcycle racing games because it's really fun to smash up against walls and explode. <laughs> <laughs> um, we we like things like that. What have you been playing? Oh this? God, he's got the gamer bleary eye thing. You know, going. I consider myself a good person. I pay my taxes. <laughs> I mow my mom's lawn every now and then, but I don't know what I did. Not to as often a game. as it needs. Sorry. I don't know what I do to deserve a game this good, dude. Battlefield, because I, I got I got to be uh, careful when I say that because I get them mixed up. I get Battlefield and Battlefront mixed up. Okay, yeah. Battlefield, which is... they're made by the same company. Yeah, okay. it's by Dice, right? Yeah, it's by Dice. Yeah, came out October twenty first, so this last Friday. It's amazing. It. I've seen some stuff online. It of of like World War One biplanes. That's the thing is like I don't know anything about World War One. All of my old you war games. Yeah, now I do with yeah. trench warfare and everything. Oh, it's the worst. Um, when Mustard I was, gas. I talked to Tony about it before, and he had mixed feelings. And I'm sure the next time we record, he'll he'll expand on it a little bit more. But he was saying I'm a little bit nervous going into it because World War One definitely has this like reverent feel to it because it was such an awful, terrible, dirty war. Yeah, it's the first mechanized war. Well, and and the and they totally adhere to that in in the game. Like as soon as you turn it on, like it's super somber. There's not a lot of color in the first couple campaigns that you play. Uh, I mean, if you like Battlefront, you're gonna love Battlefield One. Like yeah. it's a gorgeous game. It's the small things that make it worth it. Like I was sitting in a trench, and a tank shoots me from across the map hits to the side of me, it creates a crater and destroys everything to the side of me, shoots mud onto the side of my face, and so, like, the side of my screen, dripping with mud, I put my gun up, and it's the small pieces of mud that are dripping off the side of the gun as you're aiming down the sights. It's the small things that make uh, it worth wow. playing. Um, <laughs> it's it's It <laughs> adheres to the name. I mean, it is a battlefield. 40 people per team. It It's chaos. Like a game so anticipated that the largest DDoS attack in American history was second piece news compared to that. <laughs> I mean, we you, you guys yeah. experienced this huge yeah. attack on Friday. Yeah, uh, shut down servers all over the country. Yeah. where you've got people people in the know saying, "Get ready, kids! This is the future." Mm-hmm. You're gonna have people actually seizing the internet for ransom. But this game was so huge. You didn't that hear about it. We're talking about the game than talking about the fact that they wouldn't be able to play the game if this kind of activity keeps going <laughs> on. <laughs> Um, the, uh, the cons that I've, that I've found so far when I'm playing it is there's four different subclasses that you can play. So it stays pretty simple and, um, straightforward, but people just need to stick to their class. Like if you're a medic, stick to healing people. Like you're not like an assault person, you know, stay with your team. Know uh, your role. Know your role. You know your place. <laughs> there needs to be NPCs. I'm not sure if you guys ever played a game called Titanfall. Yes. Okay. 
Um, Titanfall has a lot of NPCs, so non-player characters. characters that make you feel like a badass when you're running around the uh, running around the battlefield. You can, you, I mean, you're taking out like ten people at a time. You know, cutting out their livers. I don't know what you guys do in your free time, but um, the thing is, is in Battlefield. Everybody's a character. Everybody's another human, and which means that they're just as good as you. So you might be able to kill one, maybe two people. Or in my case, better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'd be dead in the first. Yeah, they, just, yeah. they, they, they just call me meat every time I sign on to any game. So. <laughs> Fresh meat. Yep, yep. But uh, it's it's an amazing game. If you got uh, sixty bucks, go pick it up. It's gorgeous, and please play with me. Funeral taters. Funeral space taters. Look me up on Xbox One. He's Xbox. Yep. Funeral taters. Funeral funeral taters. taters. All right. (laughs) Please play with me. Yeah, and and hearing about the uh, PlayStation VR experience, um, some friends of ours that have it, uh, I do have a friend now who has officially uh, walked into a television playing. Oh, really? uh, Yeah, and then screamed so loud that the neighbors complained about the noise uh, playing the um, Resident Evil virtual reality (laughs) demo. So yeah, it's it's pretty immersive. You get All into right. it and just kind of. Ah. Oh yeah, I'm ordering the HTC Vive. We're gonna hook it up on our uh, psych wall down in Springville. Oh my! And it, uh, what they need to do is set parameters. They need to be like, this is the space, and if you get close to the wall, it needs to like beep at you or something, so you don't hit kids or something. I, I think it'd be important to play these games actually on uh, high up spaces without fences and lots of children. Really? Yeah. That's Just take them out. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. Well, is that the Anakin Skywalker experience? Give him the survival experience. <laughs> it's the Jedi Temple. So, yeah. Yay! <laughs> I smell younglings. <laughs> All right. Anything else? Uh, I got a couple of things. Okay. Uh, I know we've talked about a lot. Uh, the Good Place. Oh yeah, yeah. I decided to. I just watched the last episode of that. Yeah. How far in are you? Uh, I'm caught up. Okay. Um, but I started watching it again last night with the Mangler because she hasn't seen it. I miss so much stuff. That is oh, yeah. such it's it's a really clever, well written. clever show. Ted Danson's amazing. Yes. And I can't believe I missed this line. Remember the episode where they're all flying? Mm-hmm. And she says to uh, her soulmate guy, she goes, I can't believe you just want to sit in here and talk about ethics instead of going out and flying. You're like the worst parts of Superman. <laughs> <laughs> I caught that. Yeah, and... Uh, <laughs> One other thing, I'm I'm gonna record uh, with Bill Frost his podcast. Well, the TV one, the TV Tan podcast. So I'll be on that next this week. week. This week, yeah. I think he releases it the same week. That well, he records. we're recording it tomorrow. Yeah, so I think he yeah. released on Wednesday. Yeah. So. so I'll be on that talking about TV. Good. Probably crying about Walking Dead. Oh yeah, you will have seen it by then. Yeah. I have a prediction. Hmm. I do too. Okay, we're recording this on uh, Sunday before the it was, show. It was all it's a dream. Three fifty-three has recorded. It was all a dream. I haven't. I haven't watched the show since um, the brothers were at that town with the with the mayor that were captured. What? Well, don't what look at me. Show? I haven't watched That's since a Herschel's different farm. Show. No. So what show is he? He's watching? talking. He's talking, I don't know. he's talking about Daryl. <laughs> he's talking about Daryl and Merle and the when they were dealing when they were dealing oh, with, with, the uh, with the governor. With the governor. Yeah. That's a long. Okay, I haven't even like, watched the show in four like, years, and I knew what he was, was talking say, it's about. It's like three or four seasons. I haven't watched it since then, but I think the Asian guy is going to die. <laughs> well, Glenn died a long time ago. Doubling down on that in in the comics. You want to double down? I want to double down. You want to know my prediction? Yes, Carol. You think Carol? I think it's Carol because I, like if you watch her like her story arc kind of came to an end last year. Oh, oh. Uh, and pr- nobody's going to give a shit. 
I predict it's going to be uh, redhead mutton chops. Uh, you think? Guy. Yeah, I think it's gonna be Rick because it's not gonna be. It's gonna be Rick. Well, it won't be Rick because yeah. uh, no, because no, he said yeah. he said in the last scene. Uh, you I'm, know, I'm killing everybody but you, Rick. Yeah. No, he, he he said he said hold on to the kid to make sure the dad doesn't or something. Yeah. But he references them both as safe. Oh, okay. Uh, I can't recall the exact words, but he yeah. referenced them both as safe. So they're Carol. not. I think I'm gonna, going Carol. I think he's going to blow some minds. He's going to cave his own skull in. <laughs> I'm like, wow, that was yeah. short. Well, Thanks, Egan. And actually, my ultimate theory is, if you watch the uh, the season finale last year, I'm pretty sure he killed the cameraman. <laughs> yeah, that's that's who, that's what it looked that's like. Who got it? Is yeah, some, like, yeah, you know the guy, course, the guy that plays the comedian. That'd be a weird twist. He's he's a wild card. The comedian. Yeah, he's always. I'd always. be so meta. If that's they what, killed the that's what's kind of cool about the way he's playing Negan is he's playing it like the comedian. It's right. like it's like I'm getting a sequel to The Watchmen, right? Or a prequel, <laughs> or a prequel. Yeah. So I guess he's gonna. No, be now, did that happen sequel. after X3 or? Before? Oh, now no, I'm during confused. concurrent because of uh, because of Flashpoint. It's yeah. All right. Yeah. If they, now, if, now, think, now like, Diggle's kid's a Chihuahua. Exactly. It's weird. If they if they kill the wrong person though, I'm completely prepared not to watch that show anymore. Maggie. If they fucking kill Maggie, I'm done. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I'm serious. I can't take it. You hear that, AMC? Nope. Hey, I quit the comic book. Because of that? No, I quit the comic book. When they killed when, Glenn. No, no. When they... Uh, when they killed Carol. No. Can I finish? No. Yep. When they, when they, when they left the prison and uh, they blew up... Uh, oh, they blew up his mom. They, no, they blew up his... Uh, they blew up Rick's wife and the baby. Yeah, they killed the with baby. With a tank. And the, uh, yeah. With a tank shell. The and I was real? just like... Yeah, fuck this. I can't do this anymore. Yeah, it was it's it too was sad. it was uh it was one of those things where the show actually made the right choice cuz the comic went too grim. Yeah. Did did the show ever cut off Rick's hand? Yes. Yeah. Oh, they for finally, real? They finally get to that? Well, no, no, the show didn't. No. Are you asking about no, the no, comic? The comic I, I read did. Yeah. The comic oh, yeah, 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 no, the show's he's still got the show he still got his hand, but damn it. Make a commitment. But there was a teaser out and again, this is you've seen the show by now, so you know. There was a teaser out that said Every leader needs a good right hand. Ah. Come on, Rick. And he drags him off. There you go. So maybe he's, you know. I'm excited. I don't know why, like, sometimes I, why I watch that show in Game of Thrones sometimes, because it makes me feel so bad. And uh, Dark Mirror. And Dark Mirror. Oh. Which is back. Or Black Mirror. Black Mirror. It just dropped. Yes. It's back. And it broke the internet. I got to find some time to watch that, too. Yeah. All right. There's too much good stuff. Let's get back to the episode. It's called. What's uh, it called? It's called Bog Fruit. Oh yes, of course. Ah, it is. Let's talk about cranberries. And you have to stay till the end to hear interviews. Jimmy got Ewan McGregor, Jennifer Connelly, Dakota Fanning, Uzo Adubo, and Uzo Adubo isn't a real person. And <laughs> Tyler Perry. Wow. He's got Tyler. Perry. That's quite a cast. Which one of these is well, not like the well, others? The rest of them are in that in that movie uh, uh, American Pastoral, but uh, yeah. he he also got to see Boo Boo Amadea yeah. Halloween. Oh hell no! I just I I have to find out if they had a separate room for Ewan McGregor's dick. Oh yeah, you'll have to ask Jim. You had to have a conjoined suite. Oh hey, no! It's... Oh, I got a text from uh, Jim uh, from uh, Jay today. From Jay? Uh huh. I'm getting them from Jimmy right now. He's asking yeah. me catty questions. <laughs> So uh, I get this text from uh, Jay when I'm buying dog food today. Yes, and then we'll go. It just says, hey, man. And I go, sup, Mang? And he goes, I just finished watching three episodes of Westworld. 
fuck's wrong with these naked white folks? What, my new favorite show, you mean? Yeah. I haven't, I haven't watched it. Oh, I yet. fucking we're, love that show. We're going to watch it tonight. I'm going to watch it before I record the TV Tan podcast. So fucking good. Yeah. Oh, God, I love that Another show. Another Western. Even you though it's a Western. Going back. It's, yeah. All right. Let's get back to Bog Fruit. Bog Fruit. Fuck Bog Fruit. Please to enjoy. Craisins. Patron didn't invent tequila. They just perfected it. So make the simply perfect choice, the one which shows you care about what you drink. Patron Reposado is the tequila for those desiring a smooth yet complex taste, while Patron Añejo is a delicate blend of uniquely aged tequilas, carefully blended to produce a smooth and distinctive taste, yet both are created from a process and commitment to craftsmanship that has never changed. Discover more about Patron at PatronTequila.com. Cabin Fever is Salt Lake's own little shop of horrors this season. Located in the heart of Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South and 700 East, everybody better beware. Coffee books, tarot decks, decorations on humanity's morbid curiosities. For the 18-plus crowd, Volume 2 of graphic thrills, an in-depth look at the adult movie posters of a bygone era, as well as upside-down clothes-off naughty pens for him or her. Fill your cauldron with the right ingredients for all the wizards and witches at your secret gathering this season with recipes from A to Z in the drinking section. And for the kids, be sure to check out their spooky retro candy section filled with treats that you remember from when you were young. In addition, Cabin Fever has toys, Funko figures, buttons, books, and yes, little rubber duckies. Happy haunting from your friends at Cabin Fever. So much more than a card store. Smells great, tastes even better. Full-service catering and home delivery service from Geek Show friend of the program, Chef Daniel Cantu. Home delivery service geared for those who can't cook, won't cook, or are too busy. Or maybe you've decided to make a change in your diet and don't know where to start. This is From Scratch Cooking. Daniel's menus change weekly. You can order as much or as little as you'd like. There's a $40 minimum. No commitment to order every week. Chef Daniel, yes, I knew you were going to ask, can accommodate all food preferences and allergies. Vegan, vegetarian, paleo, gluten, dairy-free. Chef Daniel sources a lot of his ingredients locally when possible because we've got farmer's markets, ranchers, dairies, and bakeries all over. He can also do catering like he's done for us. Catering is available for all sorts of special events, weddings, business lunches, parties, anniversaries third shows, what have you, go to his website, cantuscatering.com. That's C-A-N-T-U-S catering.com for more information. You can submit a home delivery request or contact Chef Daniel directly, 801-359-6035. He's done a great job for us in the past, and you will get a special discount if you tell Daniel, Geek Show says hey. And we're back. Yeah, you lucky sons of bitches. Hey, we should get ready for some more show. We should uh, we should do the Lord's work real quick since we were just talking about some of our sponsors, right? What's that? What's that? Um, you guys, there's a there's a new toy store in town uh, that you should probably check out. And unfortunately, I I think it's BTNT Toys, BTNT on on State Street, and yeah. they're right next to the KFC off the freeway. You know, this you is know. for those of you listening in Salt Lake City. For those of you living in Salt Lake, so everyone else, sorry, come and visit because <laughs> this toy store is amazing. Uh, it's like right down the yeah, road from my house. Yeah, it's so Bad. close. So our old friend Punk, a buddy of his, opened a vintage toy shop, and it's right here in Salt Lake City, like literally on on twenty first and state or twenty sixth and State Street. And uh, the toy store is fantastic. The uh, cabinetry, for one thing, is really nice. But you're dealing with vintage toys going all the way back to the '60s. So if you like your Mego chips figures or your He Man figures, or uh, you know you wanted to see what um, 
what action figure line they decided to do for David Lynch's Dune movie. So good. Oh, man. They, you know, you haven't lived till you've seen a Sting as Fade action figure. I was going to say, go buy... I will kill him! Yeah. <laughs> go buy one for Gina, dude. Oh, yeah. But fantastic toy shop, and uh, the dude that runs the place is... Uh, he really, really knows his toys. So when you go in and you see somebody who loves action figures... He had to move it out of his house. His wife wanted her basement back. Oh, so oh. Um, sound familiar at all? Yeah. Still, still, beautiful, beautiful yes. shot. Carrie, I thought of you the entire time I was in there because it's like Carrie would love this. Carrie would love that. I wish I'd have known about this event that you. The went uh, to. we know from our own experiences with Migo that whenever they did a play set, it was laminated cardboard, and so yes. <laughs> the laminated cardboard Planet of the Apes Tree Fortress. Jeez, <laughs> and I remember thinking to myself, this was made two years before I was born. I would have killed for it because I know they reissued it when the TV series Planet of the Apes was out. But. I've got a, a recreation of the uh, Enterprise Bridge yeah. down there, and there's that you can see that laminated cardboard down there. Yeah, yeah that was that, a, that was a Diamond Direct recreation from a, from the Migos. A great playset with a working transporter. The working transporter, yeah. which yeah. you you stuck your Captain Kirk action figure <laughs> in the transporter and you spun it and you spun it. Hope he didn't fly out. You yeah. know, you stick him in there, spin it, and you hit the button. And it would stop. A red button would put him on the planet on the other yeah, side. Yeah, red button would beam him away. And the green button would put him on the bridge. The other one would br- bring him back. Yep. So, it, I mean, you, know, they're, you look at him now and they're like... It was a pretty neat optical bad, illusion, right? though, because when that thing was spinning, they had this the, the black bars that had the white uh, white speckles on it. So when it was spinning, it almost looked like your guy was, was dematerializing. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, the Mego figures, they're... They're so awful, but at the same time, I just fucking love them. Yeah, that's what I had when I was a kid. I mean, I've got, again, I've got recreations of a bunch of them up there. That's nostalgia, son. And uh, they also, because this was a diamond uh, thing, they they did versions of the ones that didn't make it. Like Chekhov and Sulu. So you got Chekhov, you got Sulu, you got Captain Pike. Uh, They did Pike? Well, they were planning on doing Pike, but uh, the diamond, right there on the end, you can see. Wow. Looks just like Jeffrey Hunter, in a way. In a way, in that Migo <laughs> sort of it's way. a humanoid shape. Yeah. Yeah. It's also, got, it's got eyes and ears. It looks like a Jeffrey Hunter. Just like him. And it's got the, 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 you know, the phasers and the tricorders. The blue all phasers for the good guys and the red phasers for the bad yeah, guys. Yeah, the bright blue. Yep. <laughs> they were never bright blue. They never made a salt monster, the M113 salt no. monster, but they did a recreation of it up there, as you can see. Those were great. And a Romulan, uh, with, complete with the helmet and everything. I love their Gorn was actually the lizard from the Spider-Man Mego. <laughs> I mean, it, and they put him in a, it was the, the lizard from Spider-Man, and he was wearing a Klingon uniform. And so that was the that was the Gorn from Star Trek. Yeah. It's just, I just throw it out there. I don't care. And and we, kids all love it. They're stupid. <laughs> and we were. And we were. This is great! We bought it all. <laughs> Although I've and I've told the story a million times, it's it's apparently then guys my age got in charge at the toy company and they said, "No, we I want Captain Kirk's communicator. I don't want a blue walkie-talkie yeah. with a flippy thing on it. Yep. I you know with stickers. I want you, Captain." And then Kirk's we all ran out like assholes and bought them too. Yeah, of course we did. We did. Do you remember? <laughs> well, come on. I I actually have on my wish list because every every person who has a family has a wish list on Amazon. I have the Bluetooth communicator on there. Yes, I know it's two hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah, but it's amazing, and the fact that you can pair it with your phone and well, that's how you have to use it. <clears throat> Makes so sense. It, it's a phone for your phone. Yeah, it's a phone Basically. exactly. So for two hundred fifty dollars. Yeah, so your phone is in your pocket, and if you want people to hear your conversations, because that's important <laughs> that you hear your yeah. conversation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
So you're like every lady on the train ever, basically. Well, exactly. Yeah. If, you exactly. Really, if you get into this age of state surveillance, everybody's hearing your conversations anyway. Yeah, you so might what as does well it matter? Easier. Yeah. And Do it with style. Right. And Lee's right. That's a fun way to deal with people on public <laughs> trans. Just pretend that when they're having those out loud conversations that they're on an away team. You right. Know? And, and then if they're wearing any with. red, you kill them. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's what and, I was thinking. and Lee Lee was right. <laughs> what? I don't have a family and I don't have a wish list. <laughs> I don't either. Oh. <laughs> Shannon, you do have a family and you do have a wish list. Unfortunately, I created it. So. I would just say if you're on public transportation, you just, even if you're you know, not having a phone conversation, you just walk around like you are having one, but do it very loudly. But don't speak. Just say, uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. No! Uh-huh. <laughs> Just, you know, try that. You mean have a mother-in-law conversation? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I find whenever I take the, the big train that goes through Salt Lake, the best thing to do is just sit You like the, the big train? I like tracks. The tracks <laughs> is cool. Play the big train. Yeah. The big train. It's like you were there. You guys spread out of your fingers. <laughs> the best thing to do is to sit in the corner and just scream no. Yeah, no. that's yeah. the way to do it. No. No. You will be left alone. So many scary people trying to touch you uh, and talk okay. to you. Yeah. No, while you're doing that, I'll stand next to you and go, uh-huh. 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 And I'll just sit no! go. I'll just sit go, I love the choo-choo. <laughs> I love the choo-choo. Why does that stop? Why does that stop? I had a guy on the train who had clearly urinated on himself probably that day. Yeah. Go up to me. <laughs> probably that day? Probably. Yeah. Or he had, what, extra wet piss? You yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> no, 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 no. It was just, it was just a recurring theme in his life. Well, no, he smelled like piss, but also you could see that it would. It had clearly it happened. It was fresh. Yeah, it was okay. fresh. Shane's okay. not a scientist. No, yeah, there's you know. a crime yeah, scene. His crime scene was wet, and so he came over, and so, he tapped me on the shoulder, and I was trying to ignore him, and finally he was like, excuse me, uh, if I did a magic trick for you, <laughs> would you give me a dollar? And I was wow. like... Yeah, I guess. And then he said, cool, and walked away from me. <laughs> he was just no. like gathering information. Yeah, yeah. No fucking mad. Like, he's like, maybe I think I'm going to invest in myself and learn some magic. He's you doing, know? He's he, like, he was got, doing research. Yeah, I'm going to do some market research first. I'm, uh, ever since then, I've been on edge. I'm waiting for him to roll out from under this table and pull out some flowers <laughs> and be like, where's my fucking dollar? And he's like, watch, I'm going <laughs> to. All right. I'm going to saw this pigeon in half. <laughs> You need to be really careful because there's a good chance in 30 years yeah. he's going to walk out. He's just going to appear out of nowhere and go, where's my dollar? I'm going to be taking a bubble bath, and he's going to rise up out of the bath water. Now I'm just imagining you in a bubble bath. That's weird. With his dreadlocks that he clearly has on accident. And he's still going to be wearing his crystallized pea chaps, and there he's going to lean is. forward and go, ta-da. Yeah. I, I, those, I, those naturally occurring dreadlocks? Oh, yeah. I, the, call, I call them dread. <laughs> <laughs> Because that's what they do. They wake up every morning and just go. Eh. <laughs> All right. Keeps my scalp warm. It's time to play. Yes. Yeah. What? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Great, great. I like games. It's time to play. Pirate, Pirate Extinguisher Vodka. It's time I, I, to play. I, I, like I like games. I'm going to create a name for this game right now. It's time to play. Dead or Jewish? <laughs> You're, you have no idea how close you are. You have okay. no idea All how right. close. Um, so oh. we're doing a Hollywood story. It's time to play. But what's the real outrage? Oh, okay. Oh. Oh. I play this That's game That's a game as well. I play every yeah. day oh, wait. now. Is that game called I'm Mad at Women for Thinking? No. Oh. That's okay. a different game. Okay. On this, uh, this, uh, this is an old story about a month ago, but I, it's new to you guys because I haven't told you. 
<laughs> and we don't read the and internet. And you don't read, so. <laughs> I can't read. Uh, this was back on September 23rd. The Sun newspaper in England, which, you know, of course. The Sun, oh, Page the, three. Page the three. paper. The page. paper. I bet Glenn Ham has a subscription to it. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Oh, Glenn. Glenn. Oh, Glenn I'm sorry, I'm Glenn. Sorry. His oh, wife's going to make him not listen to the podcast again for a month because of you. The Sun is the newspaper that stole the texts from the soldiers' phones. Lots of scandals. Yeah. Okay. So, All right. Real so reputable Glenn, place. Yeah, yeah Glenn, very reputable. I'm, I'm, for one, I'm sorry again for your, your newfound uh, chastity. But they got titties on page eight. Stop. <laughs> they do. It's, it's three. Stop listening to the show with your wife, Glenn. Stop. <laughs> Nothing right. good will come from you listening to the show with your wife, Glenn. My teeth are loose. I mean, I've heard it's page three. <laughs> it is page three. There's a Twitter account. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. The Sun page three? But it's, it's just called, pictures of Marlon Maples. It's called page three girls. Pa- huh. Takes you to a link. It's They're on the third page. I've heard. Cuts right to the chase. Yeah, I've heard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, September twenty third, <laughs> the Sun published photos. A Blenheim Palace. What's that? That's where Churchill was born in 1874. Oh, okay. That old hack? Yes, exactly. Mm. Uh, the pictures of the palace were swathed in swastikas and describing how actors in SS uniforms had been marching to the palace with Nazi art- artillery. The publication quoted ex-British Army commander Colonel Richard Kemp who said the wartime leader, Churchill, uh-huh. would be turning in his grave if he saw that. But speaking to the Guardian Monday, Nicholas Soames, that's a British name, a conservative politician and Churchill's grandson, described the ensuing fuss, absolutely the most dismal, idiotic story I've ever read. Poppycock. Bollocks. They do as all newspapers do. Poppycock. Again, where's the real outrage? They do as all newspapers do, he said of the initial article. I like your accent. (laughs) Your characterization of Winston. They go out and they find some wretched veteran who is prepared to say, Winston would be turning in his grave. They have no idea what my grandfather would have have thought (laughs) <laughs> I need to get more jowly. No, no, no. Shake, shake your head. Shake your head like this. <laughs> yeah. 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 You didn't even finish the sentence. You just went into jowl. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Responding to the outrage. Yeah. Christopher Lee. Director Michael Bay. Oh, oh God, thank God, because let's get here. No, 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 no. Director of what? Why? Movies or director of an agency, Michael Bay? Said that Churchill was a big hero. Okay. Fair. That's a, In yeah. the Transformers movie that he is filming at the place. <laughs> oh, God. The Blenheim Palace. Yeah. So that's why people are... Oh, the, so the Nazis. Nerd! Yeah. Added Fucking so... Fucking Wyndham. <laughs> what? Churchill's in the fucking next Transformers Winston movie? Well, Winston is. Who the okay, hell is Wyndham Churchill? He's the Shut hotel up, you guys. He's the hotel guy. Yeah. <laughs> Wyndham. Hello, I'm Wyndham Churchill. Come stay in my new luxury suites. You might know my cousin, Winston. Hey, blah, he's, blah, blah. he's an old achiever. I've been drinking out of a fucking fire extinguisher. Give me a fucking break. Our buffets are all you can build. <laughs> Added Soames. It's preposterous. <laughs> Why can't they make a film at Blenheim 75 years after the war has ended? It's absurd. That's all I have to say. So wait, hold on. 
Is it is pathetic? <laughs> All I have to say so wait, is it happens, Nazi Transformers. So there, it, ha- it happens in the Transformers movie that the Nazis. So there's an alternate universe where the Nazis have invaded, won the Battle of Britain, and then Optimus Prime is helping Winston Churchill well, kill Nazis. No, I don't understand. Yeah, Shane if they're studying, if they're <laughs> yes. studying, if they're if they're actually adhering to any kind of Transformers canon. Maybe the Ark, which crashed before the age of dinosaurs, mm. full of Decepticons and Autobots, maybe some of them got loose during World War II. Oh, that's cool. So there's a chance you oh, might see a... you might you Get might into it, dude. You, might you don't see, want to kill Nazis? You might see a grossly exaggerated German stereotype that transforms into a tank. Or, okay. a, vo- or a bug. Or a oh, a tiger, too? Or a that butt. Awesome. Yeah. Or a, a panzer. Or a butt. Or a shower. <laughs> Oh, oh, okay. Oh. So what? What? No. <laughs> did you say a shit? No. So I did. So where's the real well, outrage here? Where is it? It's not with Winston Churchill's relatives or or Wyndham Churchill's relatives or Wyndham Churchill or the you know leader turning over in his grave. It's the fact that they're making another goddamn Transformer movie. Yeah, exactly. That's the real outrage. Real, the real. Outrage. I think the Nazi Transformer is what I want to see, though. That. <laughs> Well, I Sounds. know what it would be. It's a gasicon. Oh, I know no. what it would be. There was a there was a, an old Hot Wheels car mm-hmm. called the Red Baron. Yep, ah. they don't make oh. it anymore. But that was World War One. Yeah, yeah, Baron von Richtenstein. That's right. But it was it was uh, it was this this car that the the driver's the cockpit was was a giant German helmet, hey. a spiked helmet. Yeah, he yeah. said cock. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, Where the guy me. sits. No more to fire make, extinguisher vodka for you. He's the one who makes the car go. He sits right there. He's it's, a pack. Oh. Yeah, okay. Okay. That would be the Nazi Transformer, wouldn't it? Yeah. You know, we can be upset with them making another Transformers movie, or we can be yes, upset can. with the people who go to see the Transformers movies, therefore allowing them to think that another Transformers movie is okay. You well, know, if you're going to make them, just dial it up to maximum ridiculous and, yeah. no, and we, have Nazis. We, we, you know? struggle, uh-huh. we struggle to get a new Star Trek movie, you know? I mean, well, it took, it the took, last one was it fun. Took, it was. It was great. We got oh it. Oh, my God. I just stopped myself from saying something so terrible. Everybody congratulate me. Good job, Shane. Congratulations really for not saying something shitty about Jewish people. <laughs> you got it, too. Easy. You got yeah, it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it was amazing, my powers of deductive reasoning that just oh, kicked man. in. <laughs> uh, so, cheat, chwop, cheat, chwop. So is this a reason to hate China? Well, because uh-huh. they're, they're the ones who are going to see the Transformers. Well, that movies. and every inbreded Oakle that's voting for Trump. <laughs> it's Oakle. like Trump Nation, Transformers Nation. I'm sorry. Yeah, let's a... blame it on China. Yeah. China. 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 Thanks the... a lot, China. We're talking about the wrestler? China? Oh, she's dead. Sorry. Oh, oh yeah. Too, oh, soon. That's right. Too soon. That's right. She only transforms into a corpse. <laughs> right. Right. No, she's got I, a triple transformation. Oh, she goes. From, I thought you were going to say transforms into a She goes from a wrestler a to a porn store, then to a corpse. Oh, oh. as many of them do. I, I got because <laughs> Hulk Hogan is next. <laughs> so many transformers in this world. And I just want to say the Geek Show podcast does not in any way condone humor and you know suicide cases, but China. Um, I just got to congratulate you for not going for the easy joke about transforming from a girl to a guy. Oh, yeah. Because that's an easy one for China. China? China. Oh, yeah, I guess. Oh, I see. I totally Did she? No, you went. Your joke was better. Yeah, that's right. I went immediately dark with it. (laughs) Almost like you're a comedian or something. Yeah. (laughs) It's almost like I get paid to do this sometimes. Shannon, careful. The fire's already out. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, it's not. 
It's burning in my head. <laughs> so, change the subject. Oh, okay. Probably a really good idea. War of the Worlds. Oh, old timey. Love in, it. In, H.G. Wells. In any iteration of War of the Worlds. Yeah. As you've watched it, or read it, or read it, <laughs> read. Well, that doesn't count. Or listen to or it. Or listen. Jackson. Yes, exactly. It doesn't. It doesn't. It's only seen it in the version that I'm talking. About. Okay. okay. In okay. all the versions of War of the World that you've seen, mm-hmm. steampunk. You've said to yourself, you know what this needs? This needs more... Pauly Shore. Nazis. Uh, Transformers. Ta- talking, talking animals. Shatmares. Uh, <laughs> Shatmares. Bad jokes about the Holocaust. <laughs> yeah. Okay, what does it need more of? I've constantly said that War of the World isn't anti-Semitic enough. I'm <laughs> always yeah. saying that. that entire, no one listens. That entire, this movie needs more anti-Semitism. You know, the late 1800s, early 1900s, not enough anti-Semitism at all. Yeah, that's what mm. I always... Well, you hear like the giant robots are like, we're here for the Jews. <laughs> yeah, my grandparents didn't think so when they fled Germany and moved yeah. to Israel. But yeah, you know, not at all. Okay. Not at all. <laughs> so have you seen that War of the Worlds? Yeah. Um, <laughs> No, not enough angsty pretty people. Oh, are they doing a, yeah. are they doing a oh, CW, yeah. CW War of the Worlds? No. Shut it. Oh, no. Be better than CW. Oh. What, 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 what? MTV. Oh, oh. I was going to say. If, if From the people who brought you Teen Wolf. So oh. the soundtrack will if be good. If there's a Teen Wolf crossover, I am into it. Otherwise. Because <laughs> that's what it needs. Werewolves versus Martians. Like, 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 I'm just, oh, my God. Could you imagine how great that would be? I'm just so tired of this War of the Worlds. <laughs> that's exactly. That's exactly. <laughs> Exactly what I was going for. Uh, we're going to go to prom and then the war of the world. Because the I just guy have to stand here and look good in this oil. Because the guy who adapted Teen Wolf from Teen Wolf, Teen Wolf, Teen sorry, Wolf. the Michael J. Fox movie to the angsty, good-looking people series, sure. so MTV. much better looking. Had the than same J. exact uh, spirit as the movie. They said, "Here, do this with War of the Worlds," <laughs> and they're putting it on MTV. This one's called the Time Machine. Can you do it too? <laughs> it's the same guy, uh, Jeff Davis and Andrew Cochran. They they did the the Teen Wolf, and now they're doing War of the Worlds. Is Lee, it, Lee is can't it hang. In a modern, left. is it in a modern backdrop? Yeah, yeah. Guys, I just got a text about. I guess we're at a war with another world. But <laughs> <laughs> here's the worst part of this story. Uh, what? They're not going to start production or actually working on this until December. They're just announcing their intentions <laughs> right now. You know why December? Oh. That's when the story turns 120 years old and oh. enters public domain. What a great way to celebrate it. Cool. Also, That's it's free. <laughs> and it's free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we can do our own, Carrie. We can! I'm so tired of this War of the World, Carrie. That'd be me. <laughs> been kind of rough. Can I play one of the Martians? We should try to give those monsters <laughs> We should try to give one of those monsters a cold. I better kill them. I'm so scared of these Martians. I'm constantly having shatmares. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing though, is that if they're following the story, the series, it's like, how long can you do the series until uh, the Martians catch a cold? I would say till flu season. I would imagine that if it's a continuation in the modern era, you say, oh, we beat them back then, but then some of them were immune and they rise up again in the modern era and start attacking. It's not going to be that smart Shane Smith. I don't know. It's MTV. (laughs) They attack prom, and then they have to defend themselves. The thing you guys are are forgetting is that this has already been done. Mm -hmm. In the late 1980s, right after the Freddy's Nightmares syndicated show, 
that was shown here locally on Fox 13. Okay. There was a War of the World series. Uh, I think that was in that timeline you used to live in. No, no, no. It was a <laughs> real show. Barry Allen went and fucked it all up. It was a real show, and they, they routinely, I remember one episode where they, a Martian was actually the Zamboni driver at a hockey rink. See, I knew it. Yes. And he melted. I knew it. Cool. What? This is real. I'm looking. Friday the 13th, the series. He bog-fruited us. Uh-huh. I didn't. It's real. <laughs> We're not talking about Friday the 13th, though. We're talking about No, I'm, uh, I'm sorry. War they the did worlds. it. They'd, I was obsessed with the woman on Friday the 13th, oh, the yeah. series. What's Ro- her name? Roby. Roby. Um, but yeah, this is the same period as, as uh, Friday the 13th, the series. And Freddy's Nightmares, which was uh, Robert Englund's and show. Tales from the and Dark Tales from the Dark Side. side. And uh, but they actually had a War of the World series. Guys, he's right. Of course I am. Damn it. Whoa. I never lie. Nineteen eighty eight to nineteen ninety. And they had really good melts <laughs> on that show. Humanity must resume its war against the Martians when they revive after decades of hibernation following their defeat in the fifties. We just and gotta what rest. Great, what was great is that they actually used the same ships from the uh, the George Powell War of the Worlds in the, the 50s. the same plot. I just, did I ghostwrite that show you when did. I was four? Shane, yep. so, so, so <laughs> Good job, Shane. Get your yeah, yeah. cheddar. All right. But yeah, the, the melt effects were really good. Like if the if the aliens got water on them, I think it was water. It would make them melt. No, no, that's science. Oh, that's go, that's science. Yeah, yeah. That's science. Science? Alienation. Yeah. You know, I'm starting let's to. Go to the wa- let's go to the. Mash shit the up. The planet that's made out of the poison force, you guys. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Come on. A, We're getting the spaceship. I mean, it's like, come on, everybody, spaceship. Hey, make sure, make sure our walkers are 80, spindly. Eighty percent of the, eighty percent of the, that planet, it's it's fuck, it's poison. But let's go. <laughs> Norm Macdonald, hey, Alien yeah. Nation. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Hey, uh, signs. Uh, yeah, could you clear out those uh, glasses of water? It's not, it's not good for uh, uh, I, just, that, I just got a bad feeling about is it. That, is that salt water? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's call Jimmy. Let's see what, what are we going to call him? Let's see. Oh, God, you did it. I did. Let's see what Thanks, happens. Dad. Let's see if Let's see if we can do this. All right. Let's see if we can call Jimmy. I am indeed a dad. All right. Hey, uh, hey Jimmy. That's uh, an <laughs> alien nation. Hey, a, you, you might call it an alien uh, nation. Uh, hey. You might. Uh, San yeah. Francisco. Yeah. Ah. He likes curdled milk. Right. He likes he likes he likes curdled milk. There we go. Hello. Okay. There we go. Hello. Oh, there's Jimmy. Keep it down up there. <laughs> uh, hey, sir, sir, there's a lot the... of old people and Asians, and they're excited to be on a boat. Sir, okay. uh, <laughs> this is the front desk. I'd like to ask you to keep it down, just a little. We've had some complaints from your neighbors. Jimmy. Hello. You're on a boat. How's that song go? I don't even know how that song goes. I'm on a boat. boat. I'm on a boat. Don't you ever forget. You didn't think that we weren't singing that when we got on. Of course. You'd be very surprised. Uh, Now, uh, have you done your movie thing before the boat? Oh, yeah. Okay. Junkets are all done. How's Medea? Yeah, how's Uh, Medea? What? (laughs) They won't even acknowledge its existence. Medea. Boo. How was was Medea? How's Medea? Yeah. So I've never seen a Medea movie. You call yourself and a weird. I'll never watch one again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it was it was it was not good. Okay, what a surprise! I was sitting there with like my hands on my face, going, "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> so was it, was it scary? <laughs> but was it scary at all? <laughs> no, not a, the half. The like not even half. Three fourths of the movie is Tyler Perry sitting in a room that he plays like three or four characters. Mm. Talking about how they don't want to go outside. That sounds really funny. Oh, I'm not going outside. 
Really? No, it's spooky out there. That's it? It's spooky. Oh, Jesus Christ. Does, does he reprise his role say, as the... I will say that Tyler Perry is a very nice individual, but... Well, why wouldn't he be? He's he rich as shit for doing stupid well, he, shit. Well, yeah, he's rich as shit, and he's the the head of Starfleet. So, you, that's, you guys, you don't... I can't believe I, I was researching him the night before. That dude is worth, as of whenever that report was done, four hundred million dollars. Wow, that's like four hundred and ninety million dollars more than I have. <laughs> <laughs> so, being rich doesn't automatically make you nice, though, or talented. Um, so what uh, what else did you uh, encounter while you were out there besides Medea? Then I uh, I also did the which is a complete one eighty of what Medea is uh, American Pastoral, which is uh, Ewan McGregor actually stars and direct uh, first time directing. Uh, did he smell a, a good? Novel. <laughs> what? Did he smell good? Yeah, how did he smell? Well, he's good. Uh, Jennifer Connelly's good. I don't Dakota care about Fanning actually is. Uh, it's kind of like one of the first roles with her that it's like, wow, like you know, kind of breaking that you know childhood actress to you know being you know an adult actress, and uh, it's slow, but the performances are really good, and it's depressing as fuck. Oh, oh, good! I'm gonna slide right up. That's what you need. It's, one of, it's one of the ones. Take, take the kids to it. We're, we <laughs> What's it? To... Uh, American pastoral? Is it about like uh, sheep herding? What is it? <laughs> it's uh, no. It's that's, basically the story pastoral. of a guy. Oh. You, you, um, what do you call it? You uh, Mister plays a guy who's like, kind of the hero of the town, and then it's, and it takes place back in the '60s, and his daughter Dakota Fanning decides to blow up a post office. Whoa! Cool. And kill somebody, and uh, you know, in protest to the war. Because that's and where you drop off your life into Oh, because it's American postal, <laughs> not pa- postal. Right. postal. And basically, turns his life into shit. Ah, okay. Mm, okay. So, does at any point does he use his penis to solve a crime? <laughs> <laughs> well, what I will say, uh, that we didn't do any interviews for it. The last night uh, after Cat got here, uh, we got to go to a screening of uh, La La Land. Which is um, the guy who directed Whiplash, the Miles Teller drum movie that J.K. Simmons won an Oscar for? Is that is that the Ryan Gosling dancing and singing movie? Is that the one? Yes, it is fucking amazing. Really? It is. Oh my god, yes. It it if it doesn't get nominated for Best Picture, I will fucking like throw a brick through a window. Oh jeez, what? All right, so all right. You have never threatened movie, to br- throw a brick through a window. <laughs> this movie is what does for that kind of Gene Kelly, Fred Astaire kind of generation of movies, what uh, the artist did for silent movies. Hmm. Uh, it is so gorgeous and just a tribute to cinema, and Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone are fucking amazing in it. Well, and so, uh, you, you know, you if can, it won Best Picture, I would not be shocked. You can heap praise on it all you'd like, Jimmy. You're not going to trick me into seeing a musical. <laughs> you, I'm not kidding, man. You should totally see it. Okay. Jimmy, have you seen the really accountant yet? Have you you've seen the accountant, right? Yes, I saw that last night. What what did you think of it? I I liked it, but it's very disjointed. Yeah, and I like to you know. Lot, uh, I will say that Ben Affleck is a fan of the double tap. Where <laughs> yeah, you know, um, but I'm kind of the one thing about this year in movies. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of knowing the twist like thirty minutes to an hour before it happens. Yeah, because when because when this when this twist happens, I go, yeah, of course it is. They project you know, like, they project it a little bit too much, huh? Yeah, exactly. I have a so, super. I didn't hate it, but I I wanted to like it a little bit more. Okay, so I was at about, I think I think two and a half. Two and a half. There. All right, 
I, yeah. I have a super important question, Jimmy. All right. Uh, did Jennifer Conley ask about me at all? <laughs> about you? Uh, yeah, yeah, about me, yeah. Yeah, she was uh, wondering how your penis was. Oh. How, how what? Oh, you went right to penis. You went right to penis. I, oh, I hope you lied to her. <laughs> <laughs> She's married to Jarvis. I will say that she smells amazing, and her hands are very uh, creamy. Does she Ooh. smell better than you and McGregor? You what? Does she smell better than you and McGregor? Who smelled better, you and McGregor or Jennifer? Smells you better than you, McGregor. I, no, I don't believe you. I don't think you're actually in California. I think you're lying because <laughs> you and McGregor, everybody knows, smells the best. Really? In the whole world. <laughs> Everyone knows that? He smells like adventure. Okay. Read his blog. All right, Jimmy, we're going to let you get back to your boat. I'm going to get on my boat. Get on the boat. I'm going to go to a buffet. Yeah, do it. Because that's what they are. That's what it is. They're just big floating buffets. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hopefully you don't have to shit in a bag. <laughs> All right, guys. All right, we'll see you. I'll see you in about a week or so. Okay. Not Bye-bye. if I see you first, motherfucker. <laughs> Bye, Jimmy. <laughs> Uh, I didn't know they were giant floating buffets. Yeah. Boats? Can you can you choose a cruise based off of your preferential food? Ah, uh, no. You'd, you'd be you'd like, be I want to go on a Thai cruise and eat Thai food at the Thai buffet. I've never heard of I don't that. Think so. I don't think so. That no. would be really neat. But I mean, you can look at the cruise ships and see what the extra restaurants are on there. You can't. No, you can. Oh, you can. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. You so can I see guess... what restaurants they have on board. The main thing is they have their big buffet main area and then they have several other smaller restaurants you can eat at as well could i find a cruise that's completely star wars themed and only serve star i think wars you actually on? can you actually. probably could yes could I, could I go to a place where bar uh, greedo is my bartender maybe because mm. if um, you pay the bartender enough and hand him the mask if sure if greedo was my bartender i would never leave that bar <laughs> if you drink enough robitussin before you yeah, go exactly yeah. i <laughs> sir i i have had a lot of robitussin <laughs> in my life and never once has greedo been my bartender Crom is my co-pilot, and Greedo is my bartender. <laughs> Greedo, just think about it. If you redid Love Boat, but in Star Wars, and if Greedo was Isaac. I'm trying to remember the name of the bartender in The Shining now, and I can't. <laughs> was it Gus? Was it Gus? I don't know. He would be my bartender. That guy? Over Greedo. Over Greedo, yeah. Oh, you would rather have, was was that Scatman Crothers? The no, bartender? no, the bartender. Who played the bartender? Who played he the bartender? was the mysterious ghostly bartender. Okay, so you'd rather have the bartender from The Shining... Than the hero of Star Wars as your bartender. Wait, you know what? why? You know why? Are we talking Wait, about the same Greedo? Greedo is the unsung hero of Star Wars. Unsung? That's unsung. Bullshit. No one, no one understands. Doesn't what he, he die in him. the first movie? Yeah, like five the, minutes in, because he's too awesome to he live. Immediately gets shot in the face, yeah. like all yeah, so yeah, bad. because they're like, whoa, yeah. wait a second. If we let this guy live, he's going to upstage everything. He's got to go. Uh, <laughs> I think that's the truth. I don't. Uh, I think he's blueberry. Could you imagine him as a I bartender? I think he's bog fruiting. He's, he's yeah. bog fruiting. It's like worse he'd than getting like, blueberried. You know, yeah. you'd ask him for Corellian sunrise, and he'd be like, two twists or one, because he knows. <laughs> Smell that bog fruit. I'm sorry. Oh yeah. Let me let me tell you why the bartender. <laughs> the bartender from the from Shining, because he's an actual bartender as opposed well, to Greedo. Well, there's that. There's that. Who's just? A, I don't know if Greedo can handle. You know, fine. Dude, he's got suction cup fingertips. He could get all the olives. <laughs> <laughs> the guy from The Shining will shepherd you along in your slow descent into madness. There's that. <laughs> Greedo will help you get money from people that owe you. But he also looks at me and says. <laughs> your your money's no good here, Mr. Torrance. Oh, so you no. drink for free. So you drink for free. Yeah, that's yeah. good. As I descend into madness. But free. 
What about? I feel okay. like the descent three. into madness might not be. At least worth I'm it. not like running up the bills. Exactly. Here's the difference between you and I'm fairly sure that if Greedo were my actual bartender, I'd know that my descent to madness had already ended, <laughs> <laughs> and I was home. I'm gonna kill my wife, but I got some money and savings. Yeah, so that's right. It's all you working say, out. You it's save all, all that money on drinks. Everything's coming up, carrying. <laughs> and I got a new job as a topiary artist. Save all that money on drinks, but then your door budget is gonna be through the roof. Right. There's that. And you know how much a door costs right now? You go down to doors Lowe's. are expensive. There's a self-hanging door is 192. It's hard to hang a door. There's Self? that. But Did hey, you say self-hanging? Yes. It hangs itself. It does. They have them. But hang yourself, door. But yeah. think about this. <laughs> You go up on the third floor, you can get a free blowjob from a furry. All right, there's that. Oh, is that at Home Depot? What the, the fuck are you talking in about? In The Shining. It's Carrie. <laughs> uh, you have a fucking director's cut or something. I have not fucking. Seen elevators this. filled with blood. Or Greedo is your bartender. <laughs> I'll take the blood. Jeez, you guys! <laughs> it's not real blood. It's like spectral blood. It's Greedo. It's Caro syrup with food coloring. I want to chase those little twins around and scare them back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Give us the games. Like, you got me once, bitches. <laughs> it's time for me Give to us, scare you. Give us the games and let's get out of here. Get off the elevator and there's two Shannons holding hands staring at you. <laughs> I've got a pantry full of tomato sauce in large cans. I can have spaghetti. Uh. And spaghetti, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe spaghetti. I've got Scatman Crothers' home number. You don't remember the? the if the, you're with Guy Fieri, you can have Scatty and butter. Fieri, Fieri. You, you don't remember? <laughs> I can't. You don't remember I, they were they were running know. out of the Overlook and they looked in that room and then there was there was a guy in a rabbit suit. I'm not. I am not bog fruiting you here. Carrie has seen a whole different. There was a guy. I, I will find you the scene. There was a he's guy in a, actually like a guy in a, in a in a furry costume like a rabbit suit and he's blowing the bartender. Is he does he go look at you and just go in the shining? No, they both lean up. The uh, bartender uh-huh. sits up off the bed and the furry kind of stands up, you know, on his on his knees and they both look at you. What like, kind of no, furry, it's legit. What kind of furry is he? Is I he think like it's a, a rabbit? Wolf? Is it a wolf furry or a rabbit? I want to say it's a rabbit. Is it a squirrel? He, he downloaded this alternate version on RedTube. Totally That's legit, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it happened. I think I think I'm going to help carry. It happened. By putting furries in all his favorite movies. You got your game. Carrie's never rented it oh, yeah. or watched it ever. He's just Don, like, <laughs> that scene. I, th- the, I think this is what it's about. Yeah, that yeah, scene in The Godfather it. where the guy leans over and the head of his furry is laying on the pillow next to him. <laughs> That's just a mask. Go ahead, games. Uh, let's see. We got uh, World of Final Fantasy for PS4 and Vita. Yeah, I don't know what that is. It's the this world. Yeah, it's Final a, Fantasy. the world of. Yeah, it's got something to do with Final I Fantasy. I imagine there will be some chocobo racing. Probably, I, I would mean, hope so. Final Fantasy is great, so it should be good. Yeah, you would, you would hope. I mean, yeah. Just, you know, just dance 2017. Oh, oh yeah. Sometimes <laughs> you just gotta dance, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> and they're releasing it like a couple months early because we're still in 2016. I hear there's a furry blowing scene in it, Ooh. like a sadder version of a new model car, just early, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so lonely. Okay. So, uh, Dark Siders War Mastered Edition. Mm. So that's the second Dark Siders game. Uh, remastered for the PS4, the what Xbox the One. Hell? So good. Yeah, God so of War Zelda that's crossover. Oh, obviously, that's, a, that's obviously exactly what it is. Okay, it's yeah. not a rabbit. It's a, it's it's a bear. It's like a bear. It's a bear. It's a bear. And he just got his hand stuck in the honeypot. 
Yeah. Hi, Carrie. That happened. That you know, happened. this is before furries, though, Carrie. That's true. I, I'm, I'm telling you, I've seen that movie. Fucking Barry Allen did it again. He did it again. Yeah, Berenstein, right. Berenstain. Uh, real quick, uh, oh, to sorry. the War of the Worlds earlier, there's yes. a, a miniatures game people should know about called uh, All's Quiet on the uh, Martian Front. So yeah. good. Yeah? Yeah, 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 huh. yeah. People should check that out if nice. they like that kind of shit. I'll go right with my Mars Attacks miniatures. Yeah, I play Mars Attacks. That's a good game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mantic does a good yeah, miniature Mantic game. Mantic is good. Let's Dead get zone. back to video games. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Fuck We're you, back. Video oh, games. <laughs> You're all over there digital. I'm all analog. And yeah. Territorial. Yeah. yeah. It's video game time. <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2. Yes. For the PS4 and the Xbox One, so you can be Vegeta and Goku. Yeah, they're going smash s- each other up. Super Saiyan 4 for the first time in yeah. a video game, I think. Isn't that the uh, pink hair one? Th- that's the uh, red, the oh, red monkey the hair. Red. Yeah, they grow their tail back. Yep. So that looks that could be good, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the last one was pretty good. Uh, let's see something called Tumble Stone. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I've been following that. <laughs> A game about gravity. Yep. But the most important release of this week, by far, uh, is oh wait no, there's one more before that. For those of you that didn't get the uh, deluxe edition of Battlefield One, that the, was me. The regular edition of Battlefield One releases this week. So, <laughs> so good. Cool. You I've, could play that. I played the beta and the trial. What'd you think of the beta? I did ten hours straight in one sitting. That's a lot. Yeah. How'd you do in the uh, dirigible zone? The what? The dirigible zone. I have no idea. You just fought Zeppelins. Oh, no. There's no... The Zeppelins are... Well, so there's some historically inaccurate things. The Zeppelins come low enough to the ground that you can shoot them. Do they really? Yeah, there's Zeppelins in the game? Yeah, there yeah, is. Yeah. God damn, I thought I was reaching for... <laughs> no, no, no. If, you're, if, you're, uh, if your team starts doing badly, they have like a comeback mechanic where like a Dreadnought, which is in a World War One battleship, or a I Zeppelin. know what a Dreadnought oh, is. Okay. Jesus or, Christ. Calm down, pal. Or an armored... new here, for fuck's sake. Or an armored train will roll up uh, it's amazing. But yeah, there's Zeppelins. They come low to the ground and they blow stuff up. But, you know, historically they were up in the air so high well, that even fighter pilots couldn't get to Zeppelins them. Zeppelins were the most reliable form of male transport. Male transport? Male guys? Transport. Like guys? Like no, guys? male. Like <laughs> what about female transports? Post. That was the only reliable way to get mail back and forth across the Atlantic. And then the British ruined it with incendiary bullets. Yep. Jerks. Or if you watch that new time travel show. Time travel, time or, travel, or sliders. Yeah, sliders. World War One era. Uh, the Battlefield One is so good, though. Everyone should play it. It's really fun. Don't pre-order it, though. No. Yeah, yeah. Don't pre-order. Wait games. for it to come out. See if it's as good as the beta was. And buy it used on GameFly in a year. Well, for if you want to wait that long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So support your year-old games. All right. The <laughs> most important release of this week, though, by far, hands down, Salmon Max Farming Simulator 17. Oh man, weirdly yeah. popular for it, no reason. It's like those that, truck driving games. Yeah, I was going to say that one in the Euro truck driver games also or has American truck. It's a ridiculous. phenomenal Zeppelin level. <laughs> <laughs> so you can get on your John Deere and drive around and and, and tend to your corn. Oh, you it's, know? it's fun for shut ins that wish they had a farm. <laughs> I know. <laughs> who is that shut in? I don't know. You know, <laughs> there pretty, is. You know, they're sitting in the basement in West Valley. That's pretty specific shut in. Yeah. Oh, well, here's what. God here's, damn it! I just wish I could be there. I read about taking these, care of my corn. Oh. I read about these games, and I'm like, why don't they just install remote controls into real farming equipment? You could solve and the get people problem. to play the game in real life. So I grew up in a small actually town, do a farm. near a farm. Were you born and raised on a farm? In a small town? Fillmore. Utah, middle oh, yeah. of nowhere. The, I'm, I'm, the territorial capital yeah, yeah. of Utah. Yes, yeah, I've, yeah. I've driven through Fillmore yeah. many a time. Graduating class of like 51 people. 
Uh-huh. Tiny, yep. tiny town. Here's the so thing about more farm- growing. Yeah, there's there's a thing about <laughs> farm equipment. It is incredibly dangerous. If you had nerds driving it around, they would immediately grant theft auto it. You'd be like on Main Street in your town, and there'd be a wheat thresher yeah. just threshing up kids, <laughs> it, just threshing it, them up. It turned no into that shitty uh, maximum overdrive movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how, how many how many kids can a thresher actually bail? Thresh. I mean, I've seen a th- I've seen it do two deer at once. Wow. <laughs> and your uh, your new modern threshers, I can do three. Shit. Three. Yeah. You, take, you, know, you take a thresher through a preschool, you got five bales of kids. Shit, country pride, country pride. All right, you raise a, you raise a valid point then, Shane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we, don't, we can't our ch- protect the children. They need to not be threshed. They all hail the deans, Paul Could you imagine me Jimmy. like I, I have a remote control to a fucking thresher at 3 o'clock in the morning when I'm wasted? Good point. Uh. Just some guy in like some random town in the middle of nowhere in his trailer watching Jeopardy or whatever, and then a tractor just rolls right <laughs> through his living room. A combine just... Yeah. I'm thinking about the things I experienced. Experience at 3 a.m. when I'm wasted living where I'm living, and really, it's just the crazy guy that likes to ride his bike around drunk, yelling, "Woo, Paul, Woo! would you stop that, please?" Right. <laughs> okay, is that good? That's it. All right, let's uh, let's finish this. Well, I'd offer you guys more ham, but uh, <laughs> goddamn guy for yay! <laughs> he ate all that shit up. Took it right to Flavor Town. All right. It's a pleasure to meet you. Yeah, um, you as well, Jimmy. Thank you. So for this movie, what other horror movies inspired you to include them in this one? I'm not a big horror person, but <laughs> I, but I did go back and watch Scream to mm-hmm. uh, to, to to see what that what that was like back in. You know, the original one with Drew Barrymore? I think it was that Scream 1 or 2, but anyway. That's the first one. The first one, yeah. I went back and watched a little bit of that, cause, but I couldn't watch too many of them because I'm not into the horror genre. So I, I'm from Salt Lake, but I actually grew up in Atlanta. Mm, okay. And so, and obviously you're big in Atlanta. Mm. Why do you think the film industry is exploding in Atlanta? Well, first of all, it's the tax incentive and, and the Governor Deal and the whole Georgia Film Commission have been amazing sure. with letting making that happen. And I think so many people are, are flocking to Atlanta to film because it's a great town. For this movie, there's obviously multi- multiple shots where you're playing multiple characters. Mm-hmm. How long do those shots usually take? We can we can get around pretty quickly as long as I'm ready, as long as Medea's ready and and Joe is Joe is the one. He has, he starts very early in the morning getting makeup on. So yeah. I usually try to shoot him out and then go back and shoot Medea, then go back and shoot Brian okay. in that order. But it takes a while. It takes a long time. I was actually shocked to read that this is actually if I if I read it right that this is the tenth time you've played Medea. Isn't that something in the film? Yeah, isn't <laughs> yeah. that something? Yeah, yeah it's yeah. ridiculous. So I mean, uh, what's next? Like we you know are we are we going to space or? I don't know. I wasn't expecting Halloween, and I have Chris Rock to thank for this one. Yeah. In his movie Top Five, he did a Medea Halloween boo, the the spoof inside the movie. Uh-huh. And when I when uh, Lionsgate saw it, they're like, "You got to do that movie, man! Come on, let's make that happen." So I don't know where she's going next. We'll see what Chris Rock says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Do you ever uh, do you ever think that there's there's an end in sight for the character, or do you just want to keep going forever and ever? I it's been 18 years already, and then yeah. she's not letting up. So I don't know what's going to happen. And so long as the fans want to see it, she'll be around. I can assure you, though, if they Stop coming! That old broad is dead. Yeah, <laughs> quickly. Yeah. Being in a Halloween themed movie, what would Medea go as Halloween in costume? Oh, that's that's a very good question. Medea thinks she's Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Yeah, that would be a pretty good outfit for her. <laughs> I don't want to see it. I do not want to see it. So you've obviously you've done some action. You've done drama. You've done comedy. Which one gets your juices flowing the most? It depends on what it is. I love them all. I love all the genres for what they are. So. Mm-hmm. It just depends. I, you know, I love Gone Girl. I love doing Medea. I loved Alex Cross. It just depends. Is there a genre that you haven't done yet that you want to do? I love uh, sci-fi, which I did in Star Trek, but I'd love to do more of that. Sci-fi is pretty exciting to me. Actually, I'm glad you brought that up because yeah. one of my last questions is, my friend had to ask, he says, what ranking officer would Medea be in Star Trek universe? Oh, wow. I don't know. 
which would be a red shirt, which is going down. Is that the lowest? That's See, where the red shirts so long you, since I've they get taken out. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, she'd probably be that then. She'd probably be that, <laughs> for my sake. One of my favorite questions to ask anybody, because I think it tells a lot about a person, mm -hmm. and I, I kind of want to know it from Medea's perspective and your own perspective, mm -hmm. what is your go-to karaoke song? My go-to karaoke song, wow, Don't Stop Believing. Good one. Don't Stop Believing, yeah. And for Medea, it's Down Home Blues. Oh, good yeah, one. Down Home Blues, <laughs> Easy Hill. Yeah. Absolute pleasure yeah. meeting you. Thank, Thank you, so you Jimmy. I appreciate yeah. it. It's a pleasure to meet you. You as well. Uh, first of all, great performance in this one. Thank you. Um, what initially attracted you to the project? I was attracted to this project because I thought it was really interesting how they were taking this chapter of American history of, and sort of we were getting to see this breakdown of this Rockwellian era of Americana and this idea of how how the impact of change affected and affects everyone mm -hmm. um, and how this family, this idea of this family trying to hold on to their American dream. What do you think about the timing of kind of the parallel of what was going on then to what's going on now with a pretty much kind of a divided country? I think it's interesting, really. I think it's impossible to ignore a lot of the parallels in our film, yeah. especially when they come rubbing up against the sure. climate currently in our country. Um, I think art has the ability to affect change or certainly bring uh, conscious and interesting discussion. Yeah. And um, I hope that in watching our film, we'll be able to see where we have been compared against where we are. Yeah. and what we hope and need to do to push and progress forward. Yeah. You've done Broadway, television, movies as well. What's most th uh, thrilling for you? All of them. Yeah. I like all of them. <laughs> I like all of them, you know? I have never done any, like, one thing yeah. ever my whole life. Like, when I grew up, I was doing sports and I was doing arts. You yeah. know, I always like to do everything. I like to sing. I like to do everything. So what, I'm, what I have learned from being in television and film is that what I'm attracted to are stories. Mm -hmm. And that a good story is a good story separate from what medium it's found. You said you like to do everything. That brings me to my next question is, yes. what is a genre that you would like to do that you haven't done yet? Mmm. How much time do you have? I'm I'm interested in, you know, I'm 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 almost interested a, a lot. I'm finding myself a lot now in what's happening behind mm -hmm. this, the the making of, sure, uh, not just the telling of. So, so you want to hop in the director's chair as well? I don't know what chair it is, but something behind. <laughs> I don't know what the name on the seat says, but <laughs> some chair. Speaking of the director's chair, what was it like working with, I mean, obviously Ewan McGregor's been around for a long time in the business, totally. but this, this being his first directorial debut, what was it like working with him on that? Awesome. Yeah. He's great. He is an upstanding human being, just a great man. Um, it felt like such a gift to be able to share the space with him because he was just welcoming to everybody, firstly, and he's so passionate as an artist that it excites you as an artist yeah. to meet his passion level um, and his vision as well. Um, and he's just in, he's just inviting yeah. and so warm and, and truly interested in what you're bringing to the process, you know? Yeah. Um, that, that was my experience, and I think the, the 
the investment is what you want in a director. Yeah. My final question is, it's something I ask everybody, and I think it tells a lot about a person. Okay. And you mentioned earlier that you like to sing. Yes. What is your go-to karaoke song? Oh, easy question. Hold on, hold on Wilson Phillips. Next Good question. Good one. <laughs> 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 Perfect. <laughs> Absolute pleasure to meet you. Nice to meet you. Thank you, you so much. <laughs> It's a pleasure to meet you. Nice to meet you. Uh, first of all, fantastic performance in this. Thank you. Um, what was your first connection to your character? Well, I think for me, I just really wanted to be able to um, play her because she is unique and was unlike anything I'd ever read before. And mm -hmm. for me, it was kind of a no-brainer as an actor because she's so uh, juicy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I think that's, I just like, I just got that gut feeling that you get. Um, and then, the movie sort of was on again, off again for a while, so I had a long time to sort of think about it yeah. and <laughs> um, get nervous for it, I guess. <laughs> but um, ultimately, that was the nervous feelings were exceeded by excitement. Tons of raw emotions in this film. What was the hardest scene for you to film? They were all, I mean, they were all, each scene is very poignant and has like a specific purpose and, um, None of them were that easy, I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I loved doing the I loved doing the some of the later scenes where it's just me and Ewan. Yeah. Um, I think we were both really excited for those scenes and really sort of got a kind of a rush when they were when they were over because um, we felt like you know we had really like pushed ourselves or done something different than we'd done before. Do you think the, there's a lot of at least for me there's a lot of parallels between back then and nowadays with a country divided. Do you think this is a good time for this one to come out for people to see and? Um, I guess so. I've talked to so many people who do feel that way and it's of course just a coincidence that it's coming out now. You know, yeah. this movie could have been, you know, Jennifer was attached to it like eight years ago or nine years. It could have happened then, sure. you know, in a different time. But um, maybe there is a reason that it's coming out now. I think that uh, films are able to sort of confront people with things that we either take for granted or don't notice around us yeah. and they can give you perspective and um so if the film does that and creates some sort of positive conversation yeah um then that can only be a good thing I sure guess. you mentioned you in earlier what was it like working with the, him being a first-time director it was i mean i think to call him a first-time director of course he is because it's his first feature film but as an actor you get such a wealth of knowledge from getting to work with all different sure. directors. And yeah. so maybe you've never directed before, but you've seen it done and you've seen different styles. And so I think that he actually had an advantage in that, you know, being able to sort of pull from, you know, Danny Boyle or, you yeah, know, sure. whoever he's worked <laughs> with in his past. Yeah. Um, so he was first time director, but at the same time, he also felt like he had done it before, sure. weirdly. Uh, last question. Uh, it's one of my favorite ones to ask anybody because I think mm -hmm. it tells a lot about a person. Ooh. What is your go-to karaoke song? Before He Cheats by <laughs> Carrie Underwood. Good one. <laughs> I've never been cheated on, but I don't know. Something about it is, is like just fun to sing. There you go. Absolute <laughs> pleasure meeting you. Thanks. Thank you so much. It's an absolute pleasure to meet you. Thanks. First of all, amazing performance. Uh, Thank you very much. Fantastic. What was the first connection you had to your character upon reading the script? I was moved by her. I was intrigued by her. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that I necessarily understood her yeah. yet. 
but I knew I was captivated by her. I know that you were attached to it almost like 10 years ago. Something like that, and yeah. Then, but do you find it the timing odd now that the parallels of kind of what our country's going through being divided? I think, it, I think that there are issues that have kind of been here all along yeah. um, and that Philip Roth was writing about. Um, they just seem to be kind of extreme now, in mm. the extreme. Yeah. <laughs> <having> <laughs> That's true. These issues, yeah. yeah. There's so much raw emotion in this film. For you, what was the hardest scene to film? Well, there were pesky things to film, like the stuff with the, trying to get that bull down the hillside <laughs> uh, without it dragging me off the way it wanted to go. Um, um, but I don't know, maybe there's a scene where I show up at my husband's factory naked, except I have got this sash, this Miss New Jersey mm -hmm. sash on, and yeah. that was difficult just trying to understand her state because that was something that had not been in the book and um, so trying to understand where she was and what exactly was going on with her yeah. psychologically. Obviously Ewan McGregor has been around in the business for a long time but what was it like working with him on his first directorial debut? I, I had a great time working with him. Yeah. He's um, a gracious and enthusiastic and <laughs> kind person. Um, to work with, yeah. and he was very respectful of everyone that he worked with and created a really nice um, collaborative environment. Thank you so much. Thank you. Pleasure meeting you. It's an honor to meet you. Thank you very much. What was it about this project that made you want to get behind the camera and sit in that chair and, and direct it? I'd wanted to direct for so many years, yeah. and I never really found a story, I guess, that I wanted, that I felt like I really had to tell. I've always been quite a busy actor, and I'm yeah. often working with a project to go on to, because sure. I'm very lucky. Um, <laughs> And I never found the thing, the planets didn't align ever before this. And here I was attached to this amazing script mm -hmm. written by John Romano um, for three or four years uh, while we were waiting for the film to come together. Sure. Jennifer Connolly was attached, Dakota Fanning was attached, and myself. And um, when I felt like it wasn't going to happen, I suddenly, my wife encouraged me to think, you, she said, you should do it. Mm -hmm. And um, And I thought about it for a while and I realized that she was... She was right. So they usually are. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but but I but I I spent a long, hard um, day with the script where I really wanted to make sure that I uh, that I was sure that I could do it. And okay. I, and I, and I because I wanted to play the Swede. I didn't ever think to sort of suggest that I direct it and then not play the Swede. So yeah, yeah. it was going to be part and parcel of the same thing. And um, I was honest with myself. I didn't. I wouldn't have suggested I do it if I didn't feel like I could pull it off. After you said you, know, you played the Swede and obviously directing, after doing the project, would you direct yourself again? I didn't find that it was an, a hindrance. Yeah. I think when you're when you set about making a piece of work in a specific way, in this case, it was going to be me playing the Swede and directing. Mm -hmm. Well, that's the way you set it up, and so all the conversations you have about. Um, the process and uh, the rhythm you would like on set and you know rehearsals or the the the, the director has a obviously has a say in how things are run and we all knew that I was going to be in front and behind of the camera and yeah. we, we worked a very seamless system um, where it worked and yeah. I, I felt like it was quite it's quite beneficial I think to be able to discuss the scene with your actors and if you want to take it in a certain direction then you walk on set with them and do it. Yeah. It's quite good as opposed to walking <laughs> away from them behind a monitor, you yeah. know. It's there's, actually quite handy. There's so much uh, raw emotion in this movie. For you, what was the hardest scene to film? I don't know that I think of them as being hard to film, you know what yeah. I mean? I, I, I think there are some super um, emotional scenes in the film, of course, and the scenes where uh, people are 
it's it's not a it's a tragedy this story so there's yeah. some hard scenes in it there was nothing I didn't ever think anything was difficult because yeah. it's just sort of like <laughs> thrilling to be in there trying yeah. to make it work you know yeah. I had amazing I had amazing um, collaboration with Jennifer Connelly and an amazing collaboration with Dakota Fanning and the work that we do together in the film and both of with both of those actors is extraordinary but I but I but I also feel across the board the act the acting's very good I'm 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 proud of that as yeah. an actor that I feel like I made a film that's that you you can look at and go you know you saw some really <laughs> good acting yeah. across the board uh, great great actors Uzu Aduba and yeah um, lots of, lots of great actors my uh, my last question uh, and it, uh, it's when I ask everybody and I think it tells a lot about a person is what is your go-to karaoke song I usually do Angels by Robbie Williams. That's a good one. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Absolute pleasure Cheers. meeting you.